listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I know it's been two years, but see, the tribe has never fallen. Would have tried for singing, but that stuff was not my calling. The mic is in effect, so you know I'm never stalling. Walking through the door and all those suckers started hauling. Talk a lot of trash, but no one can seem to beat it. Pull out your microphone and watch the fight for make you eat it. The MCs, they get jelly when they girlies on my belly. I kick a slow dance like my brother R. Kelly. Times I hip a draft when I be tip seated. Work too freaking hard while all the rest is getting weeded. Steady kicking style so I can reach that other level. Don't worry about getting gas, I push my pedal to the metal. Hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and karen and we are in the hizzy on mm-hmm. a uh tuesday <clears throat> i guess you could say it's going down yes it is on a tuesday and your girl she over here with us because she is choosy um <laughs> <laughs> uh you know just uh still getting everything together over here with the move um mm-hmm new getting new studio equipment because uh you just headphones was failing yesterday in the middle of the show i was like what's happening karen volume was all over the place my stuff was shortening in and out but we're professional so we finished the show but uh yeah we had to go get us some new headphone uh splitter and of course they were out of the old one that we had so we had a small one (laughs) a more expensive one but uh once again that is made possible from donations from people like you Yes. Over at the theblackgoutils.com. There's a right-hand side uh, on the front page. Y'all hit, y'all. And you can donate to the show. You can do a one-time donation. You can do a recurring donation. Yes. And it's that kind of stuff that enables us to be able to go. We need to get a S-amp for the uh, studio for the headphone splitter. And we need to be able to do it today. And not, you know, the guy was like, well, you can wait a week and the other one will be in. And I said, man we don't have we we got the money and we ain't got the time let's just do the shit today Ah, right and i I was gonna say uh uh because of you guys we what y'all kid y'all literally help keep studio running yeah for real um you know people work say why we work so hard why we don't take that much time off uh people never take the time off from helping us man i i forgot to even mention this on the show somebody basically um told me uh they were on twitter and they were like hey uh your amazon wish list hasn't been updated and i said i know you know just (laughs) this is one of those things and it was like well i made a bet with somebody and i want to donate some stuff to the show and that seems to be a good way to do so and can you uh basically open up the amazon wish list for me and add some more stuff and with the move, there's stuff to add. There's towels. There's uh, we needed stuff like printer stuff for the f- studio and all mm-hmm. this. And uh, people have been buying that stuff. Like I never expect people to buy those things. Mm-hmm. I just kind of add them to the list. And you know, some of the items on there aren't even serious. It's like I'll never buy. Um, I'll never buy Batman versus Superman. So I have the Batman versus Superman extended cut on there because if somebody if I'm gonna watch that shit, it won't be because I paid for it. <laughs> um but you know it's shit like that but people will people do step up and and donate and give to the show man it's real cool that people take the time out to do that yes and that stuff did assist in the move because you know there were things on there like we need a new linen we needed uh um you know uh somebody got carrying some horned earrings um you know all kinds of stuff we need drinkware all this shit that you know you have to restock when you throw everything out because we threw everything out and uh it's it's this kind of stuff that's helping us out yes and thank you thank you for even thinking 
enough of us to go i feel like uh giving and i feel like uh donating because literally because of you there is us and we're able to keep this going yeah so um thank you that's mm-hmm. all thank that's you. all there is to say really um let's see uh of course the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today marks day 594 that bobby schmerz has been locked up on two million dollars bail that has not been lowered free bobby free bobby and uh today's show is sponsored it is that's right it's sponsored we continue to bring this to you with money um this episode is brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter offer code tbgwt you save three dollars off of any new subscription uh this month the theme is anti-heroes so it's gonna be about bad guys who do good things for the wrong reasons and good guys with questionable tactics uh so august is the perfect time to explore the anti-hero and we'll get into some further details on that one later so uh but yes um get your loot crate on guys i and shout out to everybody who tweets that they're getting the loot crate mm-hmm. um because you know a lot of people they tweeted our sponsors and stuff when they use the offers that we have and mm-hmm. it always helps us out uh you know people will be like hey i you know th- because of this i um uh you know i like i got this thing now i got you know i thank you bevel for this and bevel you know they see that shit like there's people behind those accounts and they um appreciate you guys informing them that you're using our codes to get these deals so thank you so much yes uh all right let's just get into the news there's all kinds of all kinds of stuff happening um first of all a black woman got shot by the police in baltimore during a standoff uh and they also shot well possibly shot her son her son was injured he was sitting on her lap she he was five years old um i believe he's still alive and everything but you know obviously he was injured um the thing they were saying that she was holding a shotgun there was like a standoff situation um matter of fact i wonder if i can yeah yeah so uh because i'm not sure i think this video is a recording of the standoff and i don't want to play that for everybody but um he was she had a five-year-old son uh they came to serve a warrant um for her and kareem king courtney who i believe uh, also lived at the residence um her warrant was for like you know traffic shit you know what i mean like this isn't a warrant for you know a violent criminal yeah it was a warrant for felon to appear in court on charges of disorderly conduct resisting arrest and traffic charges resisting arrest is such a trumped up charge i can't even fucking i that's it's ridiculous it's 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 really the inception of charges it's hey you shouldn't be arresting me well uh now i'm arresting you for not wanting to be arrested right um but yeah so um police said they uh she was facebook live like streaming the thing the whole encounter and the police got facebook to shut down the facebook live feed so that people couldn't see the negotiations and stuff and they were their their argument was that some of the followers on facebook live were telling her like resist arrest and don't go with them and all this stuff and trying to 
in their in their opinion they were making it more dangerous Mm-mm. they just don't want the shit recorded right period um, that's all that boils down to ever since that dude got shot they like anytime somebody stream we gonna force you to shut the shit down gang's son was struck by a bullet or shrapnel in exchange of gunfire at the end of the five-hour standoff and remained hospitalized in good condition tuesday according to authorities it was not clear where the boy was in relation to his mother when she was shot um uh officers serving the warrant had knocked the door on uh, the door to home but received no reply but then they heard a man and a woman and a child crying inside according to the police officers johnson said police obtained the key to the home from the landlord when they opened the door they saw gang sitting on the floor with the boy and aiming a shotgun at police officers retreated to the hallway he said and began an hours-long dialogue with gangs you know this all reminds me uh remember when there was the baltimore spectator dude and he had that standoff with the police and live streamed it um audio and uh it was so surreal at the time um because i didn't know anything about the dude and I, I actually tried to get him on the show uh to on medium talk so i could interview him because i thought his story was really interesting and i did want to talk to him in more detail because it was that night it was all kind of jokes you know black twitter we roast we laugh we joke about shit and it was really before the mike brown and trayvon martin it was before Mm -hmm. that so it was all kind of like man just turn yourself in and stop like making a huge ordeal of this with the police because they're gonna kill you even though you know it seems like you did nothing wrong just go outside and put your hands up and make sure they don't kill you um but i remember him live streaming that and that was so ahead of its time if you think about it like now if something happened between me and the police i definitely want someone to be filming that like come on i don't trust them and i wanted i my hope is that it goes smooth and that the reinteraction is fine but in on the off chance that it does it i need people to be witnesses to what the fuck happened to me you know um like it's not far-fetched at all to be like yeah i'm going to live stream this interaction because i don't trust you right um so uh <laughs> anyway uh, uh editing sound note y'all it's funny karen be like i can't hear myself on my mic whenever we get ready to do the sound check to start the show <laughs> and i she has me turn her up and then we get to on the on the show and her volume is so different like when we just warming up it's like i can't hear myself on this microphone now it's <laughs> like right ha <laughs> ha like okay baby that's that's why we keep it low <laughs> that's why we keep the sound low mm-hmm uh at any rate um so um yeah but i remember that baltor spectator baltor spectator dude and he had like a history of like tracking police violence and stuff now i don't know that dude personally i don't know if there's other issues around him it's twitter there's always some other shit with people and people don't like each other and stuff so i don't know him i'm not vouching for him i just wanted to interview him because that was ahead of its time like that was a you know and he kind of you know decided not to do it or whatever i don't know why um but i would have loved to talk to him because now it's almost commonplace that people record these interactions mm-hmm. uh but yeah so uh johnson so they attained the key from the landlord they opened the door and they saw gang sitting according to them because right i mean now they cut off her streaming so we don't know um when they opened the door they saw her sitting on the floor with a babe with a boy in her arm and uh, with a boy and aiming her shotgun at police 
uh officers retreated to the hallway and began an hours-long dialogue with Gaines. at about 3 p.m according to the sequence johnson described Gaines pointed the gun at the officers and said she would kill them if they did not retreat or leave a police officer fired a shot she fired back with multiple rounds and officers then fired three times killing her now why the police officer would fire a shot i don't know you know like it just seems like eventually if if you're in a standoff like that eventually the person has no choices to kind of give up it's just a waiting game you know what's the point of firing a shot at her as long as you're away out of you know out of harm's way like you're not in a situation where you will be shot what do you give a fuck you know um the same thing happened with the police in dallas when they blew the motherfucker up it's like black people do not have a right to the standoffs and stuff someone just shot at some two white dudes just shot at police and they're they're fine they they were armed and dangerous and they're in custody unharmed like i don't understand how anybody can watch these things and not see the racial difference right in the outcomes um so uh police could not say whether her son was hit by a bullet fired by authorities or his mother uh, we know the child as a five-year-old would was moving about they said that's probably why you don't start a shootout in the middle of his home uh gangs owned the shotgun legally according to police uh courtney the, the dude left the house with a younger boy shortly after officers arrived to serve the warrant according to the police the later was arrested on the warrant for assault and released on his own recognizance but Gaines stayed and recorded a live video of the encounter that she posted online. Johnson said Gaines had anti-government views, but it's unclear if she was part of any specific movement. What does anti-government views mean? Gaines also filmed the Black. right. Gaines also filmed the encounter with police in March that would, that brought them to her door on Monday. Uh, according to a police report from the event which police released after the shooting she was stopped when an officer saw that instead of a license plate she had a piece of cardboard on her vehicle the cardboard declared any government official who compromises this pursuit to happiness and right to travel will be criminally responsible and fine and this is a natural a natural right and freedom so she was on some other shit really it's kind of like that remember that case we had where um i mean case that story we had where the woman was in court and she was just like i don't gotta pay taxes and that's why i'm a sovereign citizen Mm -hmm. so maybe she was on some shit like that that still doesn't mean she needs to die correct Gaines then refused to give police her license and registration according to reports saying they had no right to stop her police said she told them that if they wanted to leave her to leave the car they would have to murder her according to the report two children were in the car according to the report in one video an officer is seen moving the child off of Gaines' lap while another grabs her arm she was ultimately removed from the car and arrested suffering a minor cut on her finger in the process while waiting for a medic to arrive Gaines shouted to her son to fight and bite the police they said the victim's aunt shannon mcgee Gaines said in the interview tuesday that an inaccurate portrait was emerging of her niece and that she did not feel she was in a position to share date details she was intelligent, strong, determined, beautiful. She was a dedicated mother and awesome friend. She was determined to enlighten people. There's not enough accolades I can give her. There's a lot that people don't know. A body camera program began in July in Baltimore, but there's no footage of this incident from the police. I mean, when you're in a position where you're protecting and quote unquote serving the community, transparency is all you have once you've lost the trust of the people then that's the thing one that's almost impossible to get back right but it definitely can't happen when all these suspicious things happen 
you have a story and a narrative built you've been caught in lies before and then you just expect us to keep believing you only an idiot would continue to believe the police at this point well people just not affected by it don't give a fuck right like you like i'm suspicious why the fuck isn't your body camera on man all y'all ain't think this might be a situation where we need to record this something might go wrong and my biggest thing is for your safety too Mm-hmm. like it's for their safety and and they're more concerned about us but it's for your safety because people can lie on you right if you're doing the right thing i don't understand how this this is a, a concern of yours on whether or not you're recording for your job you know if you're doing a good job and you're doing the right thing don't you want people to know you did the right thing you didn't have to you didn't just haul off and shoot some woman you didn't just send in a bomb robot to blow somebody up um so yeah uh apparently the first the program is in the first stage of training with 50 cameras deployed among the 1400 plan to be in place so right now um with only 50 cameras being out there and there's supposed to be 1400 at some point at some point you have a 3.5 percent chance uh or 3.6 let's round up you have a 3.6 percent chance right now in baltimore county that if something happens to you that a police officer will have a camera on them so and if they do excuse me once you get them all out there the thing is you have to have repercussions if the shit don't work you got to have repercussions if shit turns off you got to have repercussions if you turn it in broke like you got to have repercussions you can't be like here's cameras it don't matter if they decide to turn the shit off crack it break it destroy it purposefully so that nothing gets recorded that defeats the whole fucking purpose of the cameras in the first place mm-hmm. and and not to mention i mean right now you have a 3.6 percent chance of it being recorded you see what i'm saying like some uh, interaction with the police there's a 96 percent chance so you can say on the books we have a body camera program uh, i don't know what the fucking protocol has to be because what training do you need to put a camera on your uniform you know you don't need that much training to have a fucking gopro like put the goddamn camera on man um at any rate um they motherfucking um shot this woman um Sheldon Greenberg, who's an expert on police protocol at John Hopkins University, said decisions during hostage standoffs focus on the threat posed by the person with the gun, not the age of the partisan situation. The fact that it's a small child or someone elderly, from the point of view of looking at it uh, in the aftermath, is emotional. A hostage negotiator may use the discussion of a child in negotiation, but at the point of police action, them having to wrestle a person down or even shoot the person, that's all. after all the considerations have been made. He said that if a child is separate from the person with the gun, police may try to coax him or her to safety. But if the child is with the armed suspect, trying to address him or her could exacerbate the situation. Mm. Well, at any rate, um, we don't know. You know, like mm-hmm. it's just another situation where uh, the only thing we know for sure is a black person is dead by police and you know who knows it could have been a mental health issue right. it could have been uh we'll never know yeah we'll never know and there's only going to be one side of the story after this um you know because police shut down her social media uh police don't have camera footage of what happened right so it's their word against the word of a dead person and we just supposed to sit up here and believe it again you know <sighs> 
but um yeah so and of course why the fuck did they shoot the gun first you know why i don't because she black uh all right so there's other news as well yeah a hundred yeah right basically uh speaking of crime that people do care about netflix is making more making a murderer uh episodes uh that's the tale of stephen avery that everyone became obsessed with Mm -hmm. last summer and uh his nephew brandon dassey and everybody wanted them free because obviously that woman just died spontaneously and the documentary just told you enough that you believed it Mm, Uh, (laughs) i I don't know i I don't care and the biggest reason why i don't care is because if you really want to do this put some brown people up there you know for some reason you put brown people up there and i feel the same way about cereal this shit wouldn't be as viral as it was but because they're white all of a sudden white people have empathy and sympathy in their hearts and they can see themselves in the situation and they can fucking relate fuck you yeah and and the thing for me is that i don't know why i would need a second season other than just ratings like enough people watched it and cared about these two dudes um and the story that was crafted had enough just a narrative of like oh look at these framed people but you know it only took a bare minimum of looking up like some of the stuff they didn't put in a documentary that happened in the courtroom and you were like oh you know a couple things that weren't allowed in the trial but that you know happened in our public record you're just like well he probably did it so what the fuck but sometimes people just look at someone and they're like uh this person ain't guilty so that's all there is to it right and and, uh, somebody in chat room said and i was brown yeah but he was the right type of brown he was bright brown he was light-skinned brown he was high yellow brown he went brown brown that's what i'm talking about i'm talking about brown like me brown that makes a difference in how people looked and viewed him in my opinion yeah karen's talking about a nigga right right a real nigga yeah somebody you can't be like "Mm, i don't know is you mixed is you with no i'm black yeah she's talking about just a straight up like just a a regular ass nigga dog come on like it like it ain't really that uh yeah well you don't have complex you don't have to suspend your uh your uh belief on what you think they might be is do that got indian in it no 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 it don't matter you look you, you look at me i'm brown start telling those types of stories yeah we have an issue i gotta reset but yeah um it, th- those are the stories that just don't go as viral they just don't blow up for some odd reason Cause that, white folks don't care about niggas and when it come to our stories you do have something to do but overall they don't yeah i um hold on i gotta wait for myself to come up in this chat because they probably can't hear any of this um <clears throat> man why is this thing taking so long to put me on screen all right well take your time <laughs> i tell him you're coming back sure be up there we go and now you're off screen are you still on your screen i'm on my screen okay all right i don't know what happened Is uh light red over there yeah now i'm back on screen but now it's, it's showing you said accept it and connect it. it's not showing you on screen with me all right i refresh all right but yeah so um what i was gonna say though is like the central park five like there's a documentary on them that ken burns did and that was good um but yeah nobody's clamoring for part two or any of this shit you know like um but it's it's just interesting you know 
uh wait people are saying now there's no sound wait hold up no sound now let me just make sure that, that that's right uh i don't know where those audio issues came from must have been um some random shit oh yeah okay yeah. let me refresh all right no problem uh but yeah i i, I do think that you have to be the right type of subject for these things to go viral because yeah. it's not like these are the first people to ever be wrongfully convicted mm-hmm. or the first people to be discussed when it comes to wrongful convictions you know right and i know uh you know fucked up shit happens to people all across the board and i'm not debating that and i'm not disputing that mm-hmm. all i'm saying when it comes to us it's always an exception to the rule and when you do cover stories about us a lot of times depends on who's the who is writing the story and who is presenting it it's no empathy it's no sympathy in it you don't do a lot of this talking to the family talking to the friends you know it's a lot of times the narrative is you're already at criminal status regardless of what you did or regardless of how it comes and you just stay a criminal through the whole thing you don't go into the humanity of the person you don't give all this elaborate background story of the person and make them look like a whole human being well even if you did that i mean there are documentaries that do that just people don't care it won't go viral it won't go viral is the point you have to have a face that white people will accept right to be so interested in what's going on you know you need that vehicle uh to accept it so i you know i'm not surprised at all by that but yes like a fact of life um well yeah they're doing making a murderer uh season two i won't be watching it because i don't care yeah you didn't watch the first season though mm-hmm. so that's not really uh that's not breaking news uh, i probably will try to watch it after enough people pretend that it's so fucking interesting and i'll be upset like i was after i watched the first season and shit um tinder is launching a controversial group sex feature a social tool that will let you take several people on a date your phone through your of course through your phone i mean you it's tender oh, so you swipe right a bunch of times and the group meets up and they fuck oh so we just cyber fucking through the phone because obviously I'm, we're not in the it's not group. through the phone T- tinder is a dating app people swipe right on tinder and then they meet up and and oh meet up dates. in real life okay okay because i was like what okay my bad yeah misunderstanding i was like what you gonna have all these cues up fucking through the phone i mean they're not saying that that tool is designed for their group sex feature but um you know it's tender and it's a uh and it's meeting up with a match for a group i mean what what is going to happen right but it enables users to create groups meet new people and plan activities together they say so it's called tender social um and users can now choose to unlock tinder social to gain access to the feature to get started users can create a group and then tick a list of activities that they would be interested in um watch watch the game with us going to a concert tonight happy hour with anyone stuff like that ah. then a group matches with another the groups combine and um uh members can chat with each other until the conversation expires at noon the next day the dating app's newest feature tinder social launched today in the u.s uk uh, canada australia and new zealand and india cool cool so they're gonna be a lot of swinging possibly uh what is that uh um cuckold possibly i don't know 
swiping uh this might be swinging might be some swapping uh could be a bunch of stuff i mean my thing is uh why not i mean True, why not? if i had an app i would open it up to this it seemed like the uh smart thing to do for right. the money and for the uh you know different types of relationships not every relationship is person looking for one person to go on a date and have sex That's or right. whatever so you know i don't i don't blame you uh let's see um there's also a shocking security lapse as a man walked through a tsa checkpoint unnoticed and boarded an international flight without a ticket to stop his girlfriend from leaving white uh (laughs) my favorite thing about this story is it's like something you'd read on it's like the end of a rom-com but in real life it's just stalkery um yeah uh apparently uh he's a man has been blamed for a security breach at a texas airport when he walked through a tsa checkpoint and managed to slip into a, onto a jet before he was stopped by authorities um nearly a year after demarius cockerman oh wait cockerham uh somehow bypassed the security checkpoint at dallas fort worth international airport and boarded an international flight oh am i wrong is this a nigga i don't this isn't guess the race oh my bad i'm just talking <laughs> about a story this is ugh. and yes he's black <laughs> i was wrong uh what are we doing here what's going on today oh not wrong because uh i've seen an article about tsa about uh tsa quote unquote supposed to stop checking black women hair so i was like okay if y'all checking black women hair ain't no way no niggas escape by it past y'all all right karen turned this segment into guest race guys i thought it was news um <laughs> just uh let's just forget it and talk about something different <laughs> we can oh, i didn't mean to ruin the story my bad no it's fine it's fine there's gotta be something else to talk about um let's see uh rape victim sues after a texas court throws her in jail for a month over fears that she wouldn't testify how can you do this so she was sexually assaulted right the jail the the court feared that she might not testify which you know happens sometimes in these cases you know for the people's own safety intimidation things of this nature right so they threw her in jail to guarantee that she would be around to testify you still can't guarantee she'll testify hmm you put in jail you still can't guarantee she gonna speak yeah but even that part is irrelevant to the fact that i just sat in jail for 30 days right i mean so i can't go to work like like are y'all gonna pay my bills that shit don't stop just because i'm in jail right she's uh 20 years old she's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder uh she was a key witness in the trial of keith Hendricks, who was eventually given two life terms for rape however on december 8th 2015 she was unable to continue her testimony after breaking down on the stand and running from the courtroom prosecutor nicholas socius then elected to have her taken into custody after a brief stay at a hospital and locked up for fear that she wouldn't return to court at a later date to continue um yeah that seems cruel and unusual and uh, it seems like a violation of someone's civil rights to do that right i could see you uh because of her mental condition putting her in like a home you know what i'm saying or something like that where she would be like taken care of Mm -hmm. that makes more sense but jail like jail jail it's not like she didn't belong there Mm -mm. yep Uh, yeah i was sue the hell fuck out of you 
yeah it, it's funny because uh well not funny but it's just odd because um you don't have like a witness protection type thing you don't have a scenario where you could like put somebody up at a hotel or something uh i'm not to mention just you want to pay if, the, if she don't want to testify at that point she don't want to testify right and there's nothing you can say or do to make her testify you keep right. in there and she still don't say shit so you locked her up for nothing yep uh her attorney said she should have never been put in a harris county jail right. this is not an environment for a rape victim according to the suit jenny was held for a club for close to a month after being placed with general population which where she was assaulted so she was assaulted in gen pop what the fuck did they think was gonna happen the suit also contends that jail personnel treated her as if she was a convicted criminal instead of a victim right because that's they what the jail is designed for right it's not it's not the hotel it's not a luxury suite uh buckley said that jenny suffered a black eye after being punched by another inmate and grew so frustrated with her treatment she got into a fight with one of her her jailers the scuffle resulted in assault charges being filed against her which were later dropped so she picked up assault charges in jail that she should have never been in under a texas state law a judge can hold a material witness in custody without bail under what is known as an attachment order or witness bond according to the rape victim's attorney she should have never been taken into custody under the law because she did show up to testify he added that he had never heard of a rape victim being treated in such a manner jenny was eventually released after completing her testimony jenny and her family are suing harris county sheriff john ron hickman taylor adam uh the jail guard she allegedly hit while in jail and prosecute associates mm-hmm. yeah everybody gonna get some of this mm-hmm yeah that that's gotta be a violation of someone's civil rights right um johnny depp refuses to release financial details to amber, uh to amber heard until she guarantees his privacy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep he won't release his financial details to amber heard until she promises to keep them private according to legal documents obtained by gossip website tmz the black mass actor claims amber 30 years old has refused to sign a confidentiality agreement but he's aware she is entitled to find out some information about his monetary situation right johnny's lawyer laura washer claims in the documents that amber has been telling the media information about the former couple who are not thought to have had a prenuptial agreement well here's the thing dog um you had to come up off of that information one way or another and come on. amber heard is a person with enough resources to be like Mm-mm, fuck that and i'll fight you bitch yeah i'm I'm not broke you don't own me i'll fight you and my thing is this fuck you you're open you're talking i i'm gonna talk to i'm not signing shit just so you can make me goddamn be quiet fuck you well also i mean is he talking or is he is he not talking we don't know that he's talking that's true and would he be talking if he did it you know what i mean like silence helps the person that's uh abusive in these situations um uh, in a lot of these cases um people are sent like if if i if, if i'm accused of um hitting you or something um i definitely want you to shut the fuck up about it right you know like i don't i definitely don't want you to uh be putting my crimes on the street and my abusive behavior on the street um but he didn't mind letting his friends slander her that was my thing he didn't you know what i mean like he doesn't mind letting people talk about it as long as they're defending him right and and that's my thing and i take that back he ain't said shit but other people are talking and you're not correcting them so fuck you 
yeah like he's not asking anybody else to be confidential because they all got his back right and odds are you have talked to them at some period of time for them to come out and say these things so no as Barger is saying i don't think she has that much money her finances were revealed she makes very little per movie it was eye-opening at how much uh low-end actors make no Sparger, that's not my point my point is that she has some resources it's different than there's so many women that are in these abusive situations and they literally cannot afford a defense right they can't afford a lawyer's a representation um they can't afford another place to live they can't right. afford to be protected from their abusers um that's what i'm talking about the comparison i'm making so well she may make relatively a small amount compared to another hollywood actor she's not in a situation like what she's high profile enough that she's not in a situation where uh you know i gotta go stay in a shelter and hope this motherfucker don't find me like she's not in that situation so uh he's like the idea of him being like sign this confidentiality clause then i tell you how much i make that shit's not gonna fly uh the way it would necessarily fly with you know somebody that gets in a situation with an abusive person and they're financially dependent on this person and they need them right you know um so yeah but yeah um, that that's what johnny Depp wants he needs her to sign this uh he's also asking that any experts or witnesses called to give evidence in the case be required to sign a non-disclosure agreement mm-hmm. like who what the fuck does this is this even a thing that's happened before Mm-mm. you know what i mean like can you demand this like hey uh i know the court is a public record and that people will be testifying but i demand that all of them have to sign a non-disclosure agreement uh, about my alleged abuse if there was a case bill cost would have did it nope all right that's not possible well he did get people to sign the nda he is suing about that so maybe i don't know uh can i need a towel i'm sorry i spilled some soda over here i'm sorry um <laughs> but uh yeah according to people he's asking any experts or witnesses called uh, yeah amber's need for financial information to resolve this case is distinct from the public's appetite for celebrity divorce johnny's legal document state is it celebrity divorce that is the appetite or is it the fact that you seem to be it seems to be abusive you know like people get divorced all the time uh celebrities get divorced and it's not necessarily uh going to court and every detail spilled out for the world but when one person is like he beat me and the other person is like nah i don't talk about that like yeah people gonna be interested johnny pointed out that the media scrutiny of his breakup with amber is intense calling it one of the most heavily publicized celebrity divorces in recent memory he said he had asked his estranged wife uh, uh he he had asked his estranged wife has okay that sentence doesn't make sense she has inexplicably refused to sign any agreement consenting to keeping the details of their relationship and divorce private yeah that i mean in some cases that's the only thing you have is the fact that you can put this in the public uh to keep this shit from um spiraling out of control you know like it might be the only leverage you have is hey if you fucking do something else to me i'll tell so now you know to leave me the fuck alone uh, he also wants a judge to rule that requests by Amber's legal team for information about his finances prior to their relationship are unwarranted and that attempts to obtain financial information from his Hollywood vampires bandmates be quashed uh, because they're irrelevant. So he's just trying to keep it from the money at this point. 
Yep, and if you ain't signed a prenuptial, that ain't that don't matter, baby. And in prenuptial, and in prenuptials, a lot of people think it's simple. A lot of times, there's a lot of stipulations to that shit. If you beat me, if you cheat on me, like there's a lot of stipulations that are in these things that be like, hey, dog, there's certain things you can't do. Yep. Uh, Ashley Madison has threatened to expose customers who disputed their bills. I mean. Let me just say, this is highly immoral. Okay? It is very wrong that they're doing this. Right. But god damn if this ain't predictable. You went to a website to cheat on your spouse. It tracks cheaters. It might come back to haunt you. I'm surprised people ain't finding out y'all cheating by just typing A into the browser and letting autocomplete ah! tell them that you go to Ashley Madison. Like, you know, I feel like every woman and man, well, shit, women go on here too. Every woman and man, every person listening to this right now, you got to like shady ass, um, you know, spouse. They're going to go type that A in the browser and see what pop up. You never know. Might not be Allstate, might be Ashley Madison. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently, um, website ashley madison threatened to send paperwork to users homes if they disputed their bills potentially revealing the cheaters to their spouses yeah it's like blackmail and i don't blame them they're dealing with some morally reprehensible or not rep- questionable uh people anyway because it's a site for cheaters so it's like right, and you might not be you might cheat on your bills too true true and it's also one of those things too to where people go okay cool i just end my service like you ain't got to have my money. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, Nick, you know, niggas like, I was cheating before you bought your ass around Ashley. I could keep cheating without you. Uh, yeah, but you don't run my coin because you use my services. Uh, but yeah, the, com- the company that runs the website is confirmed to CNN money that these tactics were employed by Ashley, uh, Ashley Madison until recently. That past practice stopped when our new CEO, Rob Siegel, and new president, James Millership, took the hell. Um, they did that in April. Now, the thing is, so many things have been revealed around this site that they're probably trying to clean shit up. Because they also had it revealed that the site had been faking female accounts. Right. For the affairs and that computer programs are imitating women. Mm-hmm. So they are having a crisis of credibility and maybe that's why they're like, oh, we won't send a bill to your house no more. Okay. And, and it may have been the thing too where they might not come out and say it, but, uh, membership dropped. Well, they got hacked too. Right. So people's shit got out there. People, were, oh, this is best of the people who, who didn't, um, get their shit leaked. They was like, nah, dog. Right um so yes they basically um threaten you in a very nice way if you threat if you say hey um my i want to dispute my credit card charge they say um hey well you know when you when you do that the credit card company will mail uh to your home the documents needed for from that company in order to complete the investigation of the chargeback so they basically are saying uh don't make us send that shit to your home dog your cheating account yeah and they probably have people who get caught and they spouse but i dispute it they dispute it and they're like okay you're gonna dispute this all right we'll send shit to your house right guaranteed doesn't happen more than once he said our one customer said um 
i was constantly bombarded with messages from what appeared to be real women i purchased about 40 dollars in credit so that i have the ability to respond to a dozen messages in my inbox so probably was finding the robots mm-hmm. i really want to suck some dick <laughs> zero zero one 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 uh however no one responded back not one person he found that strange then he discovered the complaints about you know the computer programs right. so he wanted his money back and they was like okay but you know we're gonna have to send these documents to your house so your wife can find out right and Doug said that's fucked up when people was like hey doll i pay for a service and you give me robots mm-hmm. it must be out your mind i ain't trying to fuck no robots what i look like sierra oh what um speaking of sexting why do people sex did you know you're more likely to send racy text messages if you're in a committed relationship an expert revealed that that makes sense Mm-hmm. i'm glad they got an expert out here to break that down that most people that sext are in relationships and not just sending it to random people right be- out there on the streets right because people go hey complete stranger who i know nothing about who might put my shit online mm-hmm. why would i do this? particularly women right i mean women put dick pics and shit out there too but the the shame and the shit associated with it is not the same yeah i doubt women put a lot of dick pics out there. not a lot but in general you know. but titty pics probably yeah you know a lot of um busting it wide open spread eagle yeah yeah who knows right and they fucking it up for everybody else because i sent that to you dog i ain't said that i did not send it to everybody yep but apparently uh it happens more often in relationships and that's probably because there's a foundation of trust and a like less likelihood that you'll put their business in the street so that makes sense unless you're a twitter nigga and get mad then you get ashy and put that shit out there i just need to know how can i become an expert so i can get paid to say obvious shit like that right um (laughs) in uh shade beef um brandy uh apparently uh filed a suit against her uh old record label uh comparing it to a slave contract oh what happened mm-hmm. yep she said she need to break out of her ball and chain con- contract uh chameleon entertainment says the 37 year old singer can't compare her contract to slavery because it's been so long since she had a hit that's some shade for your ass yeah ain't it though they would <laughs> they were like uh your record labels your record i mean your units ain't moving dog yeah i feel like uh they would <laughs> they when they saw that lawsuit they just uh put out their keyboard uh it was like uh, they was like uh who are you fitting the chai? i bet it ain't me oh bitch it ain't me caps 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 who are you fitting i feel like that's what was going on <laughs> what <laughs> um, but yes uh they they said a uh, rep for the company ceo brian brian prescott told tmz that they took a risk signing an artist who hasn't had a chart single success since the early 2000s Mm-mm-mm. the spokesperson said brandy's allegations are just a ploy to get publicity because her best days are behind her they also told the website that brandy and her lawyer looked over her contract before signing so there should have been no surprises later on wednesday brandon's rep responded to chameleon and by the way chameleon entertainment how do you sign with chameleon sound shady i'm a chameleon now sign this contract 
No, you're gonna be a different color in three minutes now. Yeah, like what were the other options? Satan Entertainment. Ah, ah! The, the goddamn Devil Inc. <laughs> Why would you sign with them? Uh, but yeah, it says that if they truly, they truly believe uh, she's past her best, then let her go. That's what her representation say. She's so bad, just let her go to him. Right? Why you? Why y'all keeping her here? Yeah. Uh, the singer's rep reportedly said release her from the contract. Um, but yeah, uh, the singer and actress has been signed to the record label since 2011, but has now just just now filed a lawsuit against the company and Prescott. Uh, Brandy accused him of putting her career in jeopardy and claims the label actually tried to prevent her from recording and releasing new music after promising her hundreds of thousands of dollars for studio time that never materialized. Um, they tried to pressure her into giving up her non-recording avenues, uh, including concerts and Broadway shows. Brandy's lawyer specifically says in lawsuit, Brandy Norwood's story is Kesha Redux, but without the sex. Oh, come on, guys. Y'all really gonna try to, come on, guys. That's just not classy. Well, I, they raping her, but you know, without the rape. Uh, yeah, uh, let's not, let's stay obscure away from those comparisons. Like they, she went for the third rail. It was like slavery and rape. Okay, give me my money. Get me off of this contract. <laughs> I, I'm gonna keep. What talking. are the buzzwords? Uh, it's blatantly un, it's a blatant, blatantly unlawful attempt to bully Norwood into singing a new, uh, signing a new record, uh, record deal, uh, and distribution agreement containing terms far worse than her current agreement. Uh, well, if you're not recording and you're not distributing, I mean. How can it be worse? What's it's like y'all about to take fifteen percent of my zero? Um and also the company wants to get like a three sixty contract so they could profit from her acting projects and tours. Mm-mm. So I can see why she wouldn't do that. She's now nice. she's been part of two acting projects this year and she was lead in the T V series Zoe After Ever. I mean Zoe Ever After, uh, which followed a newly single mother who wanted to start a cosmetics business. And she was also in the perfect match, which debuted March this year. Right, yeah. And she got AIDS in the Tyler Perry movie not too long ago. So yeah, she's yeah. doing good. Yeah, a lot of them do that thing now where they want to do the three sixty deal where you know, I know people want to blow up, but it's one of the things with a three sixty deal mm-hmm. fucks you up for literally for the rest of your life because they normally like any future platform, any DVD, any digital, anything. Right. You're gonna get a piece of it. And it's like Nah, I'd rather build it from the ground up if I got to sign everything over to you. Right. You get like a, a retweet and they be like, yo, five of them retweets mine. Right. Two percent yeah. of that. You be like, what? Uh racist Texas textbook proposed class material filled with stereotypes and inaccuracies. In the state of Texas promoting is the state of Texas promoting a racist textbook to be used in high school classes? Proposed class material found within a textbook ostensibly about Mexican-American history is filled with racial stereotypes and inaccuracies, the Washington Post reports. Yeah, because Texas don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Man, Texas make their own fucking uh, rules up. They go to the publisher and be like, this is what history is. Print it and ship it all across the country. 
the textbooks was the textbook was initially seen as a victory for latino activists and educators who have been asking the texas state board of education to focus more on latino americans and utilize more inclusive text within the classroom allowing all texas students to learn about an important part of their history when the new textbook was included among those books being considered for 2017 2018 the school year those advocates celebrated until excerpts from the book were released um the inaccurate stereotypes begin before a potential student even opens the textbooks the cover features a man in a headdress as the hovered uh, post reports the image is available for public use under creative commons license uh it depicts an aztec dance look although the dance itself is popular in mexico critics say it's not relevant or an accurate portrayal of mexican americans uh the textbook also brushed over the chicano movement which was an effort to work towards mexican-american empowerment in the 1960s in broad overwhelming in broad overwhelmingly negative strokes uh they say uh chicanos adopted a revolutionary narrative that opposed western civilization and wanted to destroy this society the textbook also claims that uh while industrialists were driven quote unquote mexican laborers were not reared to pull in a to put it in a full day's work so vigorously another instance of racism and stereotyping the book links mexican americans to illegal immigration and illegal drug trade and infers that mexican pride is a way of dividing american society see this is the thing we ask for diversity we ask for inclusion but if it's coming through the lens of whiteness it ain't gonna be diversity right. and it ain't gonna be the inclusion it's why i don't watch town halls Mm-mm. it's why i don't want to hear a national discussion on race it's it's these reasons that i'm like i'm not interested because the only way for this shit to work is for some white people to feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and these are the lies that keep white people feeling comfortable as fuck like oh mexicans was lazy cool chicanos just ain't want to work that's all it was they just try to destroy society uh college youth attempted this is a quote from the book college youth attempted to force their campuses to provide indigenismo oriented culture spanish-speaking faculty and scholarships for poor and illegal students during the cold wars the united states fought communism worldwide these kind of separatist and supremacy doctrines were concerning while solidarity with one's heritage was understood mexican prodigy of expensive american culture did not seem productive which is essentially why y'all got why y'all want latino studies hmm? why y'all can't just be happy with this american history we teaching okay why it's got to be a black history month it's essentially that mm-hmm. the book also points fingers at different cultures with latino within like with latino america praising one nationality for its ability to fit in and find their niche while seemingly criticizing mexican americans for being ambivalent about assimilation cubans seem to fit into miami well for example and find their niche in the business community mexicans on the other hand seem more ambivalent about assimilating into the american system and accepted american values the concern that many mexican americans feel disconnected from american culture and values is still present here's what i like about that one um y'all really acting like texas wasn't mexico like y'all took they motherfucking land right and then you like these motherfuckers don't want to adopt into our society because it wasn't yours <laughs> united states was like we taking texas bitch they act like this shit still theirs. i don't get why they so mad about california and texas um we took their land why didn't they go back because they was already here 
right um so yeah um it's it's real bad the texas border education member ruben cortez jr condemned the textbook in no uncertain terms stating based on the initial conversations with these experts i don't believe that this book should see the inside of any classroom in any shape form or fashion it's as bad as, if it's as bad as they're telling me there's not a chance in hell i'm going to support this book is in opposition a fellow board member david bradley uh <laughs> ruben cortez jr doesn't like it but david bradley who imposed the entire idea of mexican-american focus in textbook says he finds the whole debate amusing dismissing cortez and others like him as left-leaning radical hispanics who wanted special treatment and are now upset we gave you your your, your damn set chapter in the book anyway back to chapter three on mexicans lazy mexicans would not put in a full day's work see we're talking about you we're teaching your kids about pride and heritage and what's so fucked up a lot of times whenever they do this they don't actually run it by like history experts a lot of times they have to fight uh like college professors or people that study this shit Mm -hmm. they fight them so that they won't critique it and be like hey dog ain't none of this shit correct (sighs) how can you how can you be over fucking education and teaching the children because the thing about texas texas is the largest has the largest school districts in the country and normally what whatever books there they actually branch out to the rest of the country mm-hmm. yep so uh fucking idiots yep uh here's what's funny in perspective more than 50 percent of the more than five million students in texas are hispanic wow and this is the book mm-hmm. and y'all don't think people are gonna protest this mm-hmm y'all don't think they're gonna protest this and i bet you most of your teachers wouldn't surprise me possibly have to be bilingual mm-hmm. so you have the this huge population over 50 percent or close to around 50 percent and you give them this which is probably mm, wouldn't surprise me when a hot 25 pages out the 300 page book well apparently it's the whole book is based on this like, oh also it's a the whole textbook book. is a yeah this is a textbook uh the mexican heritage textbook and it's basically all stereotypes and and anti anti-latino oh sentiment. so you wrote a whole book of bullshit it, yeah it's oh. a class it's a whole class and 50 percent of the students are hispanic and so they'll be seeing this textbook possibly uh the texas state board of education will review the textbook and allow for public comment in the fall so it's not out yet i don't think but just typical bullshit here you go here's your inclusion fuck you that's basically what you're saying yeah here's the why y'all mad why y'all out here protesting why y'all marching on schoolboy grounds all right the book is called uh latinos ain't shit uh you might turn to chapter one turn to chapter one uh yep now what you'll notice here is that that is a picture of a man uh called slowpoke gonzalez that's right very very historical latino uh person in history we definitely want to talk about the importance of slowpoke gonzalez uh what do you mean he's a cartoon well i mean uh i beg to differ (laughs) Uh, i know they was like y'all do know we just acknowledge the niggas mm-hmm. why y'all think y'all any special all right black history the textbook by tyler perry 
uh eric trump strong powerful women don't allow sexual harassment to occur and eric trump would be donald trump's son uh donald trump told an interviewer on monday that if his doctor uh, that his doctor his daughter ivanka trump was sexually harassed at work i would like to think she would find another career or find another company if that was the case an answer that provoked anger from commenters uh who said that the onus of ending workplace harassment should not be on the victim Mm -mm. this morning her younger brother eric doubled down on his father's remarks telling cnbc's john harwood that a strong powerful woman like his sister wouldn't allow such harassment to occur in the first place because you know this is really about the strength of the victim that determines if you will be harassed or not yeah it's not about the harasser yeah people gonna vote for him and women are actually gonna vote for him Mm-hmm. yep i can't believe the women in his family go and speak on yeah. his behalf i would right. be like man fuck you dog yeah yeah i'm like dog you gotta do this without me Mm-mm. Yep. i'm not traveling with you i'm not touring with you yep you're not trotting me out uh the implication that victims of workplace sexual harassment are unlike ivanka not power not strong or powerful or somehow allowed themselves to be subjected to such treatment sparked a single word response from fox news anchor megan kelly sigh is what she said um because that's the one time that she does kind of stand with liberal people is when she could possibly be getting sexually harassed so there you go keep it classy keep it super duper classic trumps right right yeah yeah y'all gonna have more next week so here's a protest tactic that uh i don't know if anybody's tried in the u.s but uh i seem like this could work um thousands of insects were released at byron hamburger restaurants by protesters cockroaches locusts and crickets were released in the two byron hamburger um restaurants in protest against the chain's role in an immigration swoop which saw dozens of its workers rounded up activists say they released thousands of insects into the burgers chain um central state gals and holborn branches on friday evening they accused byron of carrying out underhand entrapment uh of its workers after 35 people were removed by immigration officials earlier in july uh london black rails and malcolm x movement said in a joint facebook statement on saturday that they had taken affirmative action in response to the change <laughs> affirmative action means something totally different across the pond <laughs> it's we, not the same we shall take affirmative action y'all gonna hire some niggas what no <laughs> we're gonna really see bugs <laughs> what the devil are you talking about uh <laughs> but yeah so fairly affirmative action means getting in that ass over there uh so yeah in response to the chain's despicable actions in the past weeks having entrapped waiters back uh back of the house staff and chefs in a collaboration with the uk border agency um they decided to protest so basically it's like how sometimes people have undocumented people working in the back of like a restaurant and shit they made a agreement to help the government round these people up so these are your employees and then you set them up to be to be you know um deported or whatever uh, that ain't cool what they did but yeah people ain't gonna 
you know be cool be cool with that shit and you're talking about family members and shit you separate busting up families mm-hmm. the main source of income mm-hmm. like that should make a difference and you know that brexit shit that they just passed too might be a reason why they doing this yeah well uh many thousands of live cockroaches locusts and crickets uh were put into the restaurants we apologize to customers and staff for any irritation however we had to act as a force deportation as we had to act as forced deportations such as this and others are unacceptable we must defend these people and their families from such dehumanized treatment earlier this week the home office said 35 said 35 people from albania brazil nepal and egypt were arrested for immigration offenses at a number of restaurants across london following an operation carried out by with the full cooperation of byron in july the burger business carried out the correct right to work checks on staff members but had been shown false or counterfeit documentation and will therefore not face civil penalty or action the home office said the Byron spokeswoman said the safety of our customers and restaurant teams is paramount and our priority is now to work with local police to minimize the risk of further incident yeah uh somebody chat room said something i thought too the government was like hey if y'all don't do it we're gonna do it and we're gonna find y'all asses. right they was like look just help you, cooperate you. with us and we won't find you and nobody's gonna get in trouble on your side right and they're like fuck it mm-hmm. i mean like both companies it was like we don't give a fuck about our employees mm-hmm mm-hmm well that's quite quite interesting uh but i like that tactic though you know that's a new one now i don't know if that's legal <laughs> me like, either and i couldn't even <laughs> imagine you're gonna have to fucking disinfect your whole goddamn red you probably shut down for weeks off of that bullshit because they probably everywhere now literally everywhere oh my god can't nobody go to work for months it's so good but it's i know it's wrong it's man but yeah. damn it's so good man just like fuck you man take these roaches then that's not like some shit peter would do because they because they mad because you serve a hamburger or some god shit. damn that's so fucked up but it's so good um <laughs> so a uh, dude that supports trump uh was talking about hillary clinton and her candidacy chelsea's uh speech was a little more Real, I thought. I think she probably has met Hillary Clinton before. But let me tell you something. You cannot be a very radical, and I mean extremist radical feminist, and at once be the kind of mother that God intended for a woman to be. So I'm sure that there is love between Hillary Clinton and her daughter, but I did not see the family and familial bonds out of the Clinton family that I saw from the Trump family. Does anyone really believe that Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton sleep in the same room? Does anyone really believe that Hillary Clinton even sleeps with men? But I do believe that Trump and uh, Donald and Melania probably still do. So that was one thing. Um, so Bill Clinton looked sick. It seemed very fake. Any, anything you want to add on, on, on that very quickly, Keith, before I move on? I don't want to dwell too much on the families, but well, there, James, that, that was another contrast that I saw. Or James, you, if anyone, should sympathize with Bill Clinton's situation. Because I understand that he has recently switched to a vegan diet. Could you imagine <laughs> what type that of condition you it. would be in if you were eating vegan? Is that is that a different thing than vegan? Is that some new shit? A lot of slander on this. Okay, vegetables. You would probably be comatose. Okay. Well, we solved Bill. <laughs> <laughs> we solved Bill Clinton's problem. But but I'll tell you. I tell you, I'll tell you this. Good one. That Shaquille. That was a good one. Uh, I, but I will tell you this, though. Talking about Hillary Clinton and radical feminism, should Hillary Clinton be president of the United States? 
Under God's law, a woman should not even have dominion over her household. There are natural roles and abilities that men and women have. Together, that are not ordained. That are, are these white hotels? Wotels? No. Oh my God. Bro tips. Yeah. yeah. Bro tips. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> using the Bible <laughs> to try to <laughs> Oh my God. A woman shouldn't even have dominion over her house. You see, the white man is the true Asiatic <laughs> white man. You, you gotta it. take care of your seeds. That's what people, that's what we need. I need white hotels to tell me advice. Well, you know, the Bible says that, you know, women ain't supposed to be out here with them cotton in and picking pants on you know what i'm saying i don't know why they're out here combing their hair and they're out here thinking they can tell a man how to do something how dare they try to run a household and pay who allows them to drive hillary clinton is dating bill clinton who's a vegan but you know you can look at him and see he doesn't have the proper amount of aquiline in his diet where is your alkaline bill you see you need to become exact and precise and correct when you try to talk about the true and living God body, okay? That's the problem. Look at your earth and your seeds. Look at your old whiz. That is what's going on here in America, and that's why Hillary Clinton can't be president, okay? Think about it. How many of you guys are still bleeding during your monthly period, ladies? Hmm? That's not right. That's because you're eating a European diet. You need to go back to the old country diet. <laughs> to the Caucasus Mountains. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, now I want, now I want bro tips. Now I want white people. That, ah! I want, I want woke ass bro tips. <laughs> bro tips. Oh my God. I need that in my life. Someone make that happen, bro tips. Y'all. Whew. Now I want to hear the rest of their reasoning, quote unquote. That are God ordained, and together they are complementary of one another, and together a man and a woman can raise a family. They're not supposed to be competitive or competitors with one another. Well, all of that's true, but I'm just saying, and I'm not saying the husband, the husband is the ruler of the house under God's law. And that's the law that I abide by. So, you know, should Hillary Clinton have dominion over the country? Over the house, the national house, so to speak. There you go. Good, very good. <laughs> they really are using some fucking five percent, five percent of like hotel ass logic, man. Wonder where they bracelets are, you know? Oh shit! Ah, they bracelets have a um, a Bible. They're like they're like they're like the little charms that you, that you get. They bracelets have the Bible. If you think about it, a KKK robe is really the dashiki of whiteness. You know, it's it's really not that. It's not that far fetched. It's not. <laughs> Bro, they, they they bracelets have a, a KKK hood, has a Bible. It has a uh, let's see what else, what else would be on this bracelet? Uh, burning cross. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> do, it, it would have a cross. Do these do these people have wives? And like, do their wives know they talk like this? I feel like they. They recorded this in like the back of the house, away ah. from the wife, and she don't know that they do this every night. You Some know, of them know. 
you know like she just like normal what are you doing back there he just like uh nothing dear all right she's gone anyway a woman can't run a goddamn thing buddy that's what i'm saying and certainly not a country you want to give a person that has periods the key to the nukes think about it come on now you say well let's get into this hypothetical thing would you take Ann Coulter as president over George Bush or Barack Obama well of course I would take Ann Coulter over president but so it don't apply to Ann Coulter cause she's a fucking batshit insane right wing idiot a fucking troll right that that's the person we need in control of the country but uh Hillary Clinton who is uh nothing if not accomplished like give i don't really care if you like her or not all right she's definitely more accomplished than ann fucking coulter whose only thing she does is write scary books for republicans that claim that democracy the democrat is going to destroy the country and this motherfucker's like that's who i did want it and plus i could jack off to it of course oh my god at the same time would this country be better frankly if if women didn't even vote I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what we need to do is start taking our money and stop buying these Steph Curry's and put it into some white banks. Okay? The true and living white God, the white man, the original man, is never going to be able to come up together if we don't have solidarity on this. We need to get together and get our resources, go out in the suburbs and make us a utopia. That's what we need to do. Okay? Stop spending all your money at the Old Navy and at the Gap and start investing in some of these all white banks. That's what we need. Put your money back into the community. All right? The police will not stop letting us go until we do something about ah! it. <laughs> Why is this true? Because I'm a white man. <laughs> oh, shit. We'll be right back on All Lives Matter America. Ask yourself ah! that because we see women, women are so, even more than men, and even though men now need this status they need to be accepted they need food water shelter and status in order to survive but women especially need that you know i think the model before suffrage was a husband and a wife come together as a unit and the man cast the vote for that family uh, anyway this is chasing rabbits a little bit but what that that was the model so uh, every man was voting on behalf of his wife they was so women didn't have a vote but people were definitely listening to them to advise on their votes fuck out of here also uh how the fuck do you come up with it's one vote how do you come to a consensus on one vote how about you have a vote and do what the fuck you do and i have a vote and i do what i do right because i'm trying to tell you right now a lot of those uh republican women took their asses in there and voted for barack because it was like not my vagina yeah i i mean come on listen honey i agree we should need to come to a consensus on this vote now here are my issues okay uh money all right what about yours well you know i I'm, I, I definitely want the right to choose whether or not i have an abortion okay well i hear you and i'm gonna still vote against that okay right. next one i would like equal pay that's a good one but i'm already making all the money so uh <laughs> 
i guess i guess you gotta veto that too oh well going to cast our vote be right back but yeah so including god's law that women can't be uh this shit like this is just this the shit that make me want her to be president more so than just even my pragmatism and shit just this is the shit where i'll just be like just let her be president because fuck these people these people are ridiculous they don't even have a policy reason to dislike her they literally are just like it's a woman though it's not like it's ann coulter you know that slim long neck like a brew like milwaukee's best in the bottle Mm-mm-mm. with the trashiest of opinions now that's a woman i can jerk it to not that make me think hillary clinton you um all right wow, those vagina juices right how i'm supposed to trust her when she out here making decisions like she got her own mind right how am i supposed to trust her when she can birth babies nobody should be in charge they can birth the future Mm-hmm. i definitely don't want that that's gross ew titties uh all right let's do some uh fucking with black people guys okay feel like we did some earlier but i say we do some uh again because other fuck shit kept happening and uh we're gonna continue to talk about it we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to start talking about fucking with black people okay you know the game zero to 100 intervals 25 how much do we feel fuck with as black people will smith went ahead and got jiggy with it uh why <laughs> he was uh touring around you know suicide squads coming out this week Mm-hmm. and uh there are all the stars in the movie are making their rounds going on late night talk shows stuff like that um so he went on jimmy fallon and talked about uh some some racism that sism is uh my boys uh firestarter call it um so and it's, and it's kind of uh remember will smith was a dude who caught a lot of flack for quote-unquote not being woke and shit because the political scene is so crazy that now we don't have despite the fact that people don't do any research they just decided that will smith apparently doesn't care about black people with here's a clip song of the summer yeah that's you know what that might be it just like this is the tone we got to get the tone of america back to a a a positive tone yeah yeah Yeah, can you feel that though, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that's real. That's real. I was, you know, I've been watching, watching all of that stuff, and and um, you know, it's, it's, have you been watching the conventions and everything? And yeah, it's, it's it's really interesting. I've been I've been thinking about it, and just you know, there's really two extreme views of America right now. And mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about you know, because I think about things all in terms of marriage counseling. Like I've done a lot of marriage counseling. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I know how to solve problems when people ain't getting along. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, for me, you know, hear, hearing people say that race relations are worse than they've ever been, it, does not, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that. It, it doesn't feel like that to me. You know, ra- racism uh, isn't getting worse; it's, it's getting filmed. You know, right? Mm-hmm. So it feels like, you know, it. it it feels to me like what what happens when you when in in marriage counseling once everything gets out on the table once the truth gets out once everybody says everything they've been harboring 
it, you get it. You, there's a really dark time when you're just looking at your partner like, oh, my God, that's what you think? <laughs> you know, but there's a there's a dark before the dawn, like when when everything gets out, it's a good thing. It just doesn't. It sucks bad when the truth is out. But I think everybody can see it now and I just think it's the, it's just a little darkness before the cleansing that we'll have as we move forward um that's interesting what do you think about his comments he talked about marriage but it's not really a marriage it was kind of a come here woman against your will <laughs> so I disagree with the marriage part and it was like come here do what I tell you to do. Shut up. Keep quiet. Don't say nothing. You're going to work for free. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to rape you. Separate you from your family. Just all this abuse. And after a while, the person, people go, your wife goes, hey, I'm tired of you abuse me. Hey, we were never really married in the first place. You actually bought me over here against my will, forced me to marry you. So now I'm stuck in this relationship because I can't leave because we can't go back. So I can't leave, and instead of the mate going, you know what, we did kind of sort of treat you bad, and, you know, shit was kind of fucked up, and we did you wrong, let's try to mend it's, nah, fuck you, We I was right, I was right from the beginning, what you want me to punch in the eye again, what you want me to whoop your ass again, want me to keep, quit, keep shooting you, keep beating you and treating you bad because that's what you know because as far as i'm concerned as the man of relationship i keep doing what i'm doing mm-hmm. and i don't have a problem with it so when you talk about marriage you know and maybe because of my definition man that's how i see it this was never a marriage this was i took you against your will woman mm. now nah, that's an excellent point um yeah i i mean i think his analogy is definitely uh one that skips over all that it mm-hmm. gets to the point where we're stuck with each other which i think is true um we are stuck with each other in this country uh the polar opposites and shit um i think it's hopeful that like he's a pitching a hopeful narrative that people can come together and shit i don't really necessarily buy that that'll happen i don't think he can go on a late night talk show and say that but uh one of the things i think he said that was absolutely correct though and i actually i do agree with him is things are getting better uh throughout the long lens of history and also that now feels worse because now is the most uh exposure that we have to each other right we've never had this much insight into not, and, and for the record by we i don't mean we black people black people have always known how white people feel about race and stuff right it's a necessary to survive this country you just you can't you can't survive this country if you don't know but um the other way right white people have never really had and and now kind of everybody the views that we have because we no longer have to when we're in your presence it's not we have to kowtow to survive in certain situations historically but now we're at a point where if you follow me on Twitter, you get to know what's on my mind all the time. Yeah, I think social media, in my opinion, changed a lot of race relations. Mm-hmm. Relations and relationships. And I will continue to say this until my dying day. For a lot of white people, they had no earthly idea how black people felt. They had no idea. 
social media allow for you to see people's thought processes in real time or their thought process in real time and it allowed you to see how they off screen i know i'm going okay. to part i'm making part two right now oh how they respond to things and i think for for me personally um white people got a rude awakening because when you are at a point where everything in your life is privileged and everything in your life you're never forced to see things through race <clears throat> you're never yeah. you never question about uh let me let me hold on let me let me hold on there you go you never question about your race you never have uh you're never fearful of your children and their presence and where they're at you don't have to be uh fearful of the cops you know you can do a lot of things and your view of the world you assume that everybody else views the world exactly like you and for a lot of white people they got a rude awakening when they started getting on social media and they started saying shit and they were never checked because that's the thing when you get in these bubbles and there are people that would know the shit that you were saying was wrong but would, would kind of excuse it oh that's such such oh that's such such and nobody checked you but when you get on these platforms where people uh, your friends on social media and on Facebook and shit with people who don't have the same views you have and you're not paying them. That's the thing. When I'm at my job, they pay me not to do shit. They pay right. me not to cuss you out. They pay me to get along with you. They pay me to take your shit because I have to pay my bills. But when I'm on my free time, I don't have to deal with your shit. And that's the thing. You're catching me on a nine clock time. I'm not getting paid, so you gonna hear what the fuck I got to say. And white people was not ready to hear for hear about hear from black people on their off time because Jimmy in the office was cool. He laughed at your jokes. You went out to lunch with him. He may have met your family and shit like that, but y'all ain't friends. And that's something that a lot of white people fail to realize. These quote unquote black friends you have, ask them black people, are y'all friends? And that's where you really would know if your friends are not. And the thing is, it's one of those things where you have a lot of white people who, who were naive and thought they were not racist because they slept with niggas. And they thought because I slept with a brown person or I've had a relationship with a brown person or I had a roommate that was a brown person i'm not racist and they never thought that anything they did was problematic but it is on social media when you're dealing with people that have had a different life experience than you and your views got challenged and white people didn't know how to handle it so all of a sudden instead of you accepting the reality that the world is fucked up you go reverse racism which is the most fucking ridiculous thing i've ever heard in my life uh based based off of history and then it's one of those things where you know instead of when people go uh, uh, black lives matter this all lives matter thing comes up and it was just to, to to go against black lives matter because if you were really about all lives matter people have died way before black lives matters came i have seen i haven't seen y'all marching i haven't seen y'all protesting i haven't seen nothing about you and i think that white <coughs> people don't know how to react to being told they're wrong they don't know how to react to being told no i'm not going to deal with this they don't know how to be act to, to for people telling them that they're racist and they're problematic they don't know how to act when people are fucking losing their jobs for saying racist shit they don't know how to react and and because they don't know how to react they get angry and they go well i want it like it was the truth is you want it like it was because when it was like it was you can say what the fuck you want to say and your views were not challenged yeah um <clears throat> and that's why you need marriage counseling because uh that kind of stuff is new to white people to get black people to hear black people say it and um i think 
in a large part because you know sometimes i i'll feel this way or i'll hear black people say this and like it's worse now and i i don't think it's worse now you know i really don't like i said if i could be born 20 years from now i'd be born 20 years from now i just don't think it's getting worse i think obviously everything goes through cycles there's ups and downs but um oh, okay my my sound messed up all right let me refresh but uh i don't think it's getting um i don't think it's getting worse because uh when you think about the historical lens of the hundreds of years um it's being filmed like he said yeah i think what happened is that we have been saying certain things are happening in america our whole lives and now you can't ignore the truth because it's actually um right there on camera for you right and you used to could you know and people are organizing more now because it's on camera by the way like that's the thing that people aren't talking about the reason there wasn't a black lives matter movement in say 2010 compared to now part of that is the fact that the shit wasn't caught on camera the shit wasn't so blatant we didn't you couldn't organize via social media there was a lot of ad things that were kind of invented and people took advantage of and organized around and have you know created these brilliant um uh, strategies that just you just didn't have the ability to do these before so uh i do agree with him that shit feels worse than it probably really is but at the same time um i don't i don't i don't have the same optimism that there's going to be this bright future where everybody reconciles i just think it's going to continue to be very small incremental steps of because uh, i i feel like with a lot of the protest stuff and a lot of the movement stuff what's really happening is that people are making it more inconvenient to kill black people that's it that's as much as we can hope for you kill black people and then you have to go fuck they might march and that's all you can hope for like you're not gonna get this uh great awakening on race that we're all equal and everybody will understand it uh what you're gonna have to hope for is that police go i'm not gonna kill somebody because uh i don't want to be dealing with this bullshit because uh, that's how they think they don't think these marchers have merit and shit they're gonna think I- I don't want to deal with this bullshit. So let me just not kill this person that I would have killed. Right. And that's the thing. I give, I, I give zero fucks about your moral, right. your morals. Uh, I just want you to stop killing us. I don't care if you do it because it's the right thing to do. I right. don't care if you do it because you go, fuck it. I don't want to deal with niggas marching. I don't care why. Just stop it. And, and that's right. all people are asking. Just stop it. Be it financially, whatever your reasoning is, at the end of the day, people just want it to stop yeah so i think you know a lot of that shit um and and like i said uh i i I get will's point which is essentially uh the, the race relations have been fucked up and now we're seeing it like it's news to white folks for the most part it ain't news to no no black people feel like this is news there's no uh, you went off screen there's no black people that are sitting around like i had no idea like uh for the most part black people are like yeah that's what we said and white people are the ones resisting the obvious at this point but because it forces change and people don't yeah. like change anyway zero to 100 on will's comments i give it a 25 and 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 i think for me 
I'm not trying to be funny. And maybe because he also was talking about, you know, from his perspective, but he's also at a point where, I mean, he's still a nigga, but he's also at a point where he has so much money that there's certain things that he may not deal with because of his financial situation that that somebody who doesn't have less money would well i mean even if will smith was broke the way will smith looks and handles himself white people gonna always um gravitate towards liking him anyway but um even with that i don't feel like he was saying there's no problems you see what i'm saying i guess what i took from the comment was it's always been fucked up and now it's on film not Okay. No, nobody thought okay. it was it was straight before this like okay. to okay. me the to me um he said it this is a this is the problem with um kind of society and just where we're at in america you're on a show white people are watching you're talking to a white man about race and we're doing that false kind of meet in the middle type of thing where you don't want to make white people feel too fucking uncomfortable but i think the comments that he had were exactly accurate which were yeah it's been like this you now are hearing the issues we have with you you before you could kind of just exist in a world where if you didn't want to know what black people thought you just don't have to know now you no longer can avoid the fact that 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 these things are happening we're being shot um you know um now now that now that you know you don't have a choice but to acknowledge this and it will be discussed it's like you say it's like going to a marriage counselor this these this uh the problems in this relationship are now on the table right what are you what are you willing to do to fix them you know now unlike marriage we can't get a divorce i mean all niggas can't move out of america and vice versa i know y'all would like to send us back to africa but it's just not gonna happen okay i'm sorry not enough GoFundMe's in the world Mm -hmm. but in general i do agree with his sentiment that uh that's that's a good analogy for what the times are i don't know about like you said the whole relationship marriage thing that that part is questionable but uh but i do understand but i know the analogy he was trying to make which is like yo it's been fucked up you know and i think a person of his stature and wealth and shit if he was truly trying to just hide behind the money he would be like but it's not that fucked up to me or i don't think it's fucked up or uh you know (laughs) like there aren't issues or you know the new black type shit it ain't that like will's never been that in my opinion um so uh, I don't have a problem with his comments. I, I give it a zero. Um, you know. Um, alright. And, and that's a, that's always just gonna be an issue. Explaining shit in front of white people about race is always gonna. Right. Cause if you say the truth without any filter, you just get dismissed. If you are conciliatory and you try to meet them in the middle, you're not telling the whole truth and or or you're framing it in a way that won't be offensive which means you're not telling the whole truth right like it's just always gonna be some bullshit but i appreciate him for bringing it up that's true that's true because a lot of people just opt out of these conversations or they say very very ignorant shit yeah don't ask me about that you know what's funny too is that uh the white audience clapped for it um but he was definitely calling out white people with that like they like it's just so uh it's like you can't win for trying it's like now you know the issues we have with you yes exactly we all have issues with each other not 
Yeah, yeah, not, not really we all have issues it's y'all it's right, y'all right and it's also <laughs> it's also one of those things where people get called out and instead of people looking at them white people look at other white people like right. yeah y'all fucked up y'all you fucked up yeah right. me me mm, i'm not racing now nah, you fucked up dog he talk he talk about you dog nah he talking no nah, he talking about you too the analogy implies that both sides are kind of fucked up right that's the, that's, the, that's what the analogy implies even when i am saying it but it doesn't take much examination to, to get to the point where you're like oh this is white people have never heard what this is like like you said uh, a wife that's been abused just tells you all your shit that's what black lives matter or black protests or black liberation movement and, and or whatever it, you want to frame and it's it too much because in your mind it came out the blue exactly because you ain't been paying attention um let's see uh let's talk about some beauty pageant contestants okay okay um so uh, apparently uh, miss florida is suing uh because her crown was stripped because an instagram picture revealed that she had a professional stylist help her uh, but the photo was actually taken eight days before the pageant uh i guess uh you're not supposed to have a professional stylist help you that's that's called that's cheating and they said this picture is basically what that that's what that means um now she appears to be um latina uh genesis davila is her name um and she wants her title restored and you know that may or may not happen um now i know what you're thinking is but rod um is that uh exactly uh fucking with black people you know now she's pretty brown like she might be brown and latina i don't know that's not the part that's fucking with black people guys i'm just saying that is a thing that happened to her and she is fighting to get her crown back another woman miss teen usa is not getting her crown script uh stripped from her um and she's a white girl um and the reason that it would kind of make you wonder why her why you strip somebody's crown for eight days before they post an in uh before the pageant they post an instagram photo of a professional stylist working on them and this person a white girl who routinely used an n-word on her social media account not gonna get her crown stripped totally different nothing to see here guys mm-hmm. but don't worry she explained why uh she um used the n-word on social media i mean you know as a white woman backlash Miss Teen USA Carly Hay is here for an exclusive interview to explain those offensive tweets using racial slurs after ABC's Lindsay Janice brings us the latest on the controversy. Miss Teen USA 2016 is Texas. Carly Hay, the newly bit. crowned Miss Teen to. USA, savoring her moment. Miss Teen USA! But less than 24 hours into her reign, reports of Hay's social media past began to surface. In tweets dating back to 2013, Hay using the N-word repeatedly while writing to friends. There are certain things that Miss Teen USA just can't do. She's a public figure, she's a public official, and she cannot be tweeting stuff like that. It's just unacceptable. Many, including this former 2010 Miss Teen USA, questioning why the Miss Universe organization didn't make the Texas natives... By the way, that Miss Teen USA that they're talking about, black. 
so you know they had to go get the black one to be like what do you think about it black miss teen usa uh is racist and you shouldn't do it render her crown instead defending the winner and committing their organization to quote supporting her continued growth if the decision was in my hands absolutely she would have to be dethroned not necessarily because of what she said but the avenue in which she decided to say it. The teenage beauty pageant also marred with criticism over the lack of diversity. Chrissy Teigen tweeting, wow, how can we choose from such a diverse bunch? In response to the final five contenders, all Caucasian blonde women. As for the new Miss Teen USA, the 18 year old taking to social media to explain that she's not proud of her past tweets citing personal struggles as the cause for good morning america lindsey janice a- you know how you had a personal struggles of calling people niggas and using the n-word um it's just a personal thing really i mean why would you not be able to be miss teen usa i mean it's not like you had a person work on your eyebrows eight di- days before and posted to instagram now to see that is a strip your title worthy offense but just calling people nigga randomly totally different BC News New York thanks Lizzie for that Miss Teen USA Carly Hay joins us now thank you for coming on this morning we just saw at the end of, uh, of Lindsay's piece you say you're not proud of what happened but I was checking out Twitter and I think what a lot of people are waiting to hear is a clear apology yes and I am very sorry it's embarrassing it's something I'm ashamed of and I've grown up from that 15 year old girl who used that type of language it's never acceptable now I know how hurtful it is and it hurts me to know that at one point in my life I used that language I said that and it's it's not me do you understand how, how it happened I do I mean I, at that age I was being a follower I was trying to fit in with my friends the word was thrown around and the music I listened to with the friends I hung out with and I had no guidance so it was kind of a careless mistake and when the tweet got brought back up I was just no guidance Killer's mistake. I don't believe you. She just got confused because this is the music. Mm-mm. This idea that white people don't know saying nigga is wrong you know, is the, the most pervasive, ridiculous. That's the most insulting fucking shit you could ever motherfucking say right. to somebody that I didn't know I couldn't say nigga. Get the fuck out of here. I just got confused, y'all. It's just so much. I didn't have guidance. I guarantee you got both parents, boo boo. All right. It's just so confusing, guys. I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to be able to say that. Just like kind of like embarrassed, ashamed, and just amazed that I actually at one point in my life was okay to use that word because it's never okay. And you know now that's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. There is no excuse to say that word ever at all. And, and, and what do you say we saw that in the piece as well? Some people think you shouldn't have, been, shouldn't have been able to keep the crown. A lot of people think that, but I've I've grown from then and I've you know, I've bloomed into a, the person I am today, and I think that I can turn this message into. A, there are people that use that word, and it's it's not acceptable ever. What have you learned? Which is black people. You guarantee that nobody. If I can't use it, nobody should be able to use it. Right. They go to the extreme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since I can't use it, nobody should be able to use it. Mm-hmm. That's the lesson I learned. You niggers need to stop saying it. From this, I've learned. Learned from this. I've learned that, you know, through every obstacle, there's something positive that can come out of it. And I can, and 
Hopefully people learn from my mistakes because it is a big mistake. It's something I'm embarrassed about, something that it's something I'm embarrassed about, something that, you know, will stick with me and has definitely affected me. And I'm just going to learn from it and try to move forward. Take us inside when this all was happening. Were you? It must be so nice to be able to play stupid. It must be so nice. It's just a luxury we don't right. have. No, we can't as play black stupid. People. Even if we don't know, you're supposed to know. Right. You cannot hide behind blackness in that kind of way. Well, I just don't know no better. Like, white people get to fuck up in the most They're egregious like, way and be like, I learned my lesson. Now we can finally see that I shouldn't have been saying that shit. Right. They better be glad I don't have unlimited money because I would show up at every fucking event and protest her ass just because I fucking could. Prepared to lose the crown? What were those conversations like? I was, like I said, I was trying to stay positive. I've tried to stay positive through all this. I've been through a lot of obstacles, and this is just another one that I'm going to have to go through. It's, it was an incredibly bad mistake. It's. And how, and how do you plan on using now the platform you have uh, to, to try and help fix this? Well, you know, people go through these obstacles. I've gone through my own personal struggles, and everyone has their own personal struggles, but that doesn't give you an excuse to use this type of language or to use any bad language at all. And it goes... <sighs> you dummy. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, that's it. See, that, mm-mm. Zero to a hundred. Mm-mm. That's, that's, that's one hundred. Mm-hmm. You saw a girl who got a professional person to put her makeup on eight days prior to the pageant right mm-hmm. right got her come out stripped from her without even being able to explain right 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 but mm-hmm. but but you could say nigga and everybody go all this forgiven nope i i would protest your ass fuck you and fuck that pageant it must be so nice to be able to just completely opt out of any responsibility by just being like i just didn't know i was so confused how could anybody know really if you think about it i don't want to hear it i don't mm-hmm. that's that's the thing like you say we're, we're to the point where people don't want to hear excuses people people don't want to hear excuses people don't want to hear about the, the 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 college racial parties people don't want to hear about the halloween costumes with blackface like uh people don't want to hear that no more they go if there's no excuses for us there's no excuses for you you're on the internet how don't you know right you own social media you're 15 you don't know you don't know i guarantee you know you know you didn't care right there's a new website that allows white people to offer reparations directly to people of color Mm -hmm. one louisiana native just wanted some books a mother of oklahoma a mother from oklahoma simply wanted to some help to buy a new laptop battery so they along with dozens of other people of color took to a new website to ask for help from those who are discriminated against them for decades white people simultaneously white people came to the site called reparations uh to offer what they could and start to answer the question what can i do to help fix racial injustice it's a big complicated question the site offers concrete a concrete solution a public forum where white people can offer their belongings or services and people of color can request help for a specific need but the site isn't about atoning for slavery says its creator seattle-based artist natasha Marin. Uh, it's about reparations for things that happened earlier today for yesterday for last thursday she said this is for the present tense 
here's the basic concept white people have created a political and cultural system that discriminates against and excludes people of color every day therefore white people have a responsibility to actively work to level the playing field for the people of color who are disadvantaged and threatened by racism and racial inequality so far the number of offers have far outnumbered the number of requests uh, the offers and requests from people around the country are varied from offers of lessons in Excel and tarot card readings to, <laughs> I wish a nigga would try to give me reparations with tarot card readings. Oh, nigga, no. Oh, that would be so bad to be the nigga that draws that one. What'd you get? A new laptop. What'd you get? Ah! Some shoes. How about you? I got a job. What? Yep. What about you? help buying an engagement ring why that is dope what about you tarot card reading yeah they, they told me my future and stuff man. <laughs> what you gonna do with that i don't know i mean they told me i'm gonna be rich and famous one day i guess i, I don't know i hope it happened uh yeah uh finding a service dog for a veteran of ptsd Marion doesn't personally connect the givers and the receivers. She just provides a space for them to communicate. Marion created the project after demoralizing scroll through her Facebook feed a few weeks ago. I realized the people I, the, the people I connected to were largely disheartened and powerless. After a series of killings of black men by police and the racist rhetoric during the presidential race, we were being bombarded with death and fear. So she decided to do something about it. She created a Facebook event and invited her friends of color to post what they would need to feel better, be happier, be more productive. She asked her white friends to offer what they could. She had a few expect, she had a few expectations about where the project would go. If I had been, if it had just been 50 people and some connections were made, generosity shown and gratitude shown, I would have been happy. Instead, her small experiment continued to grow. Soon thousands were participating in the website and the Facebook group. I think people are asking themselves, how can I be just a little bit better? It's encouraging to see people remember that it feels good to be helpful. Uh, the project success has also come with an endless slew of racist and negative responses. However, Marin, uh, Marin has also received death threats. God damn it. <sighs> death threats to new black, man. Like, can, can, can a black woman do anything without some death threats? I mean, it's, uh, it's like you just post like, good morning how's coffee die bitch you need to die go to hell trying to change these lives and make the country better what's wrong with you death uh but she has found a way to come back to hate in a productive way the site asks people called troll slayers to take a pledge to donate a dollar to the site for every terrible message received which are archived in a separate facebook group that money is then redistributed to those on the site asking for financial assistance it's an effective way to monetize hatred and turn it into something worthwhile the United States has struggled for decades over whether to pay reparations to its black citizens for centuries of slavery, violence, discrimination, and exclusion. Some states have apologized for their roles in creating and maintaining racial injustice, but none have ever moved to compensate victims of those actions. Even Bernie Sanders, one of the country's most progressive politicians, said he would not support financial reparations, calling them divisive. Yeah, uh, but he said he would support it for poor white people. I never forgot that. On Monday, a coalition of organizations affiliated with Black Lives Matter movement called for a commission that would study the potential of reparations. In the meantime, Mayor will stick to her project. So there you go. Uh, zero to a hundred, Karen. Mm, I'll, mm, I get about 50. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess for me, I understand the purpose behind it, mm-hmm. but for me, I don't really give a fuck. Just don't kill me. You want to help? Talk to your friends. Talk to your families because this is not an issue for me to fix. 
I'm just gonna keep that real. So, mm-hmm. you know, if people go, why, I wanna help financially, guess what? Your finances ain't gonna stop a fucking bullet from shooting me. Your finance ain't gonna stop police officers from pulling me over for no reason. Your finance isn't gonna help my child being discriminated in school. It's not gonna stop that at all. You wanna finance? Put your, put your money in Black Lives Matter. Go, go, go into your cities and, and donate money to, to the stop the violence in your community. If you really, really want to do something, donate your time. Go out there and fucking protest. That's the thing. People wanna help, but a lot of times, people who need the help the most, a lot of times for things to change, they want to do the least. Mm. You know, people that are directly affected, we're not doing this because we want to. We're doing this because we have to to survive. Stop killing me. It's like I have to speak out because if I don't speak out, I'm going to die. You can opt to do this. And I think that's why it kind of bothers me. If, if What can I do? You can do more than this. And, 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 I'm, and I'm not poo-pooing on what she's doing. I understand, you know, the purpose behind it. Because a lot of times people, people want to do things. But if you really want to do things, talk to your racist uncle. Talk to your racist granddaddy. Talk talk to your coworkers. Talk to these people if you really want to get shit done. And if you really want changes to happen, you got to talk to talk to those people that are hitting her up with them fucking racist ass comments. Talk to your family members that you know are members of the KKK. Talk to them. If you really want these changes, because your words can go further than your dollars sometimes. Uh, I personally will take a pair of the Yeezys. Uh, so you guys can, uh, if you don't want to talk to them, just send me the money. Okay, I will take the reparations gladly. I'm going to figure out how to get myself registered on that site. Okay, uh, there's some things that need the fixing around here. Maybe we can get somebody doing some handyman services. I don't know. <laughs> going around here uh but uh we definitely gonna uh i'm a, i'm gonna sign up karen can stay mad and expect y'all to start t- talking to y'all friends i know when i'm talking about pine sky okay i know that's never gonna happen uh but what can happen is you filling up my tank okay and uh as gas or cash is what i'm trying to do i mean is there any can i can illegal transactions happen on this site can i get reparations in some weed is that possible can a nigga send me or a white person can a white person hook me up do do biracial people get registered like how does that work can you give like half as much like i don't know can you get like 50 cents for every racist word if you like half black i don't know what the rules are <laughs> feel like we need a lot of uh a lot of groundwork that has to be laid a lot of specific circumstances so uh i am not fucked with at all for people trying to help out with the cause okay you can make me whole real quick okay I'm going to still be talking about y'all ass, but I'm going to take this money, though. So you just hit the PayPal if you need to clear your conscience, okay? I ain't never going to stop you from clearing your conscience in my wallet, okay? You can, you, you know what I'm saying? I want you to feel good. This is this is really about you, you know what I'm saying? Let's get your I, conscience I, clear. I, and that's about me? My, right. My, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was thinking from my perspective. These t-shirts don't pay for themselves. Okay, y'all? Okay, I, it takes a lot to look this fly at all times. Okay? You know what? Okay, okay. No, no, no. You was fucked with, okay? I, you I you was, stick with your... You yes. stick with your... Don't I, be trying to back up off of I, it. I, I, I was... I'm not. You okay? Know, I, Send the money. <laughs> Okay. I didn't think about it like that. I was just thinking about it because you know it's it's a deeper issue. But if we talking mm-hmm. like this, you can go ahead and send me some hair products. Your words don't matter to me. I've heard it all. Ah, don't I don't want to. I don't want to hear it again. I can't go back. 
no i'm talking about the people you saying they words need to be speaking up further than a dollar mm, not for me a dollar go further than the words save the platitudes and help me get some gratitude okay that's what i'm trying to do uh, <laughs> so. yeah i take your money with a little bit of racism on the side yeah no 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 no. i don't want you to be racist i just want the money to i'm saying be not racist and give me some run that coin that's oh, what i'm if saying that's the case i'm cool with that. yeah i mean you know what i'm saying like make a white privilege payment is what i'm like put a little something on ah! it put a little something on this discrimination if you know what i'm saying help, <laughs> a, help a brother out <laughs> put a little something on this racism yeah, put a little something on this schism y'all put a little you got anything for this schism we dealing with put, yeah put, 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 a, put a little bit of something on my co-worker to look at me sideways today right we started off the show with black pain and misery because another black person got killed by the police the least you can do is hook me up with some movie tickets to suicide squad is that too much to I, ask I, I, I want some starbucks give me two and a half hours away from all this sadness and help me get in the theater to see will smith kiss another white woman that's what america really is about that's the american dream come on now that's the reparations I need. I'm signing up after this to get them Suicide Squad tickets. I, it's happening. Ah! I'm sorry. Reparations.com, is that what it was? I I'm, I'm signing so. up. Give me my money. Uh, Wendy Williams fired her producers because it was their fault. Yeah, she fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yep. She, uh, fired. She fired that woman that was like, yeah, Wendy. She's like, oh, yeah, you fired. Yeah, you know, she, uh, lost them sponsors. Yeah, lost that money. Mm-hmm but uh yeah the William, wendy williams show has fired several producers in the wake of the host blundering remarks about the naacp we're told longtime producer jason gabble and at least two other senior staff members were let go the crew had a big party celebrating what they considered a season well done we're told and the next day some of them got called saying they've been let go we're told execs want to retool the show adding more current affairs topic topics and pop culture wendy williams found herself at the center of fear after saying she doesn't believe the naacp or historical black colleges uh because there's no white uh no white equivalent yeah and i mean did you fire them because they didn't check you uh because they didn't be like you ain't got no business saying that oh, them words weren't on no teleprompter girl that's you right i don't want to hear a hundred yeah don't even try dog Mm-mm. you ain't learned nothing that, that, that wasn't on no teleprompter right she ain't there let uh what's my ascot wearing black man what's that dude's name um they came on there to talk to her about it and he shot he's rolling martin yeah she ain't learned nothing for rolling she ain't learned a goddamn thing for came on there and gave her the knowledge she was like i'm just gonna fire these motherfuckers yeah she seen that teleprompter and talked off the script that's yeah you yeah. fucked up boo-boo i'm embarrassed i'm gonna fire this motherfucker mm-hmm. like, oh somebody got to pay for my mistake yep all right now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts man we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we asked our contestants today the chat room and karen to guess the race and the chat room is racist hmm? I said, oh shit, I do. I keep forgetting. I How do you keep play. forgetting that you get to play? You can't see I'm so I'm... used to being behind you. All right. Uh, and guess the race is brought to you by Loot Crate. 
Loot Crate is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises. Go to LootCrate.com slash TBGWT and enter code TBGWT to get $3 off of any new subscription. That's right. August has a specific, specific message, and that is anti-heroes, okay? You get to find out what's going on in franchises like uh, DC Comics, Archer, Dark Horse, and Kill Bill. You get two great collectibles, wearable, and, of course, the monthly tee. And you get a pin. Uh, also, we continue to get things from Loot Crate. Okay, guys? Uh, another unboxing. I'm, I guess this is more like an unpackaging. Uh, but let's see what they sent this time. Um, but, uh, yeah, we continue to... Oh, so you just open it like this. Okay, mm-hmm. that's really easy. Um, we get stuff and then we give some of the stuff to you guys. We're gonna mm-hmm. have to yeah, do some right. type of giveaway we at are. some point. Yeah. Um, cause you know, Karen always keeps something for her. Oh, nigga. No, they did not. Rick and Morty socks. Nigga, these mine. Mm, wow. Mm-mm. For real. Rick and Morty socks. Everybody know that is my favorite show. Rick and Morty is my jam. Rubber Lubber Dub Dub. Uh, Mega Man. Got some Mega Man crew socks. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Look at that. I'm going good with my Mega Man t-shirt. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, eat y'all hard out. Uh, what's going on with this? Uh, can you tell what this is on the front? Uh, I don't know this one. Oh, let me see what the tags say. I don't know this franchise. Um, I have to go through the box and look up this one. Wait, I didn't recognize this bird with the eye. Turn around. This is, uh, wait, this is, um, Bioshock. Oh my god, it's the Bioshock, uh, that's the- From the video game? Yeah, that's yes. the bird creature. Uh, and it's a women's t-shirt, it's, it appears to be, uh, women's tank top. Uh, so you got the girls out and everybody's gonna be looking at your Bioshock, uh, design there. There you go. Um, uh, what else we got here? Um, this was like, and it is uh, a shirt, a hoodie. All right, got us a little oh, hoodie right here. Out? Huh? Uh, no, hold on. It's a hoodie, and it's Futurama. God, oh. you, I don't know if you can see it on the camera. It might be too dark, but it's Futurama. Like, when you get close, it's all the characters. Layla and... Oh, okay, Fry, okay. It's just dark. Zoyberg, yeah. Is it glow in the dark or some shit? Uh, it might go in the dark. Yeah, you know, because I think it's that so, might be what it does. Right, because it's so dark, it wouldn't surprise me if it did glow in the dark. Yes, but it's a uh, Futurama. Um, and have to turn off the lights to see if it glow. Uh, <laughs> let's not do that yet. Uh, oh, not right now. Oh, a Voltron shirt. Oh, ladies, Voltron shirt. Oh man, y'all not gonna get none of this stuff. <laughs> Karen, Karen, I'm gonna have to keep all of it. What's the second box? Gotta open up the second one. Oh, shit. Mm-mm-mm. Sucks to be y'all. Y'all better hope it's all the same stuff in this one. Uh, oh, it is all the same stuff, but in, uh, man size. So, uh, you all lose out. Okay, guys, we're keeping all this shit. <laughs> y'all might uh, not get one of this. this. But sometimes oh. they give you stuff that's specifically man oriented, too. Mm-hmm. 
now we got y'all man we're gonna give some of these things away yeah uh, we got some past stuff yeah yeah probably we're on a feedback a, show we'll do yeah. a little play some games maybe yeah. do some trivia yeah. we got y'all man make a gift bag for, for right. you know shit like that hopefully you guys can fit in a, either 3xl or ladies large because that's what we got but uh you can have whatever we don't take okay because <laughs> them, them rick and morty socks is mine dog don't be mad <laughs> all right so uh let's talk about guess the race husband of a north carolina state senator is indicted on multiple rape and extortion charges Mm -hmm. that's right um a former north carolina probation officer mm, another police officer abusing their authority and power Hmm. interesting keep talking about oh look at all these black men getting killed don't sound like it's too good to be a woman under the power of the same abusive fraudulent uh violent police state either hmm interesting uh but yeah former north carolina probation officer married to a state senator has been indicted on multiple counts of rape and extortion the state bureau of investigation says 50 year old maud ingram of henrico was indicted on seven counts of first degree rape and seven counts of extortion he is the husband of state senator uh erica smith ingram uh, he was arrested September 18, 2015, on charges including attempted second-degree rape and felony obstruction of justice. Uh, authorities say the victims in those charges were probationers, reported the station, uh, WITN. The State Department of Public Safety says Ingram was fired from his, la- from his job last November after five years. Following his September arrest, uh, the SBI, uh, wait, uh, yeah the sbi set up a hotline to see if additional victims would come forward uh around the time of her husband's arrest smith ingram released a statement saying she had no knowledge of the basis for the charges against him uh smith ingram is a democrat and a former science teacher she was elected in 2014 to represent state senate district 3 which includes birdie chowan edgecombe hertford martin northampton tyrell and washington counties the senator and her husband have four children the youngest of whom rima elias ingram passed away at the age of five in 2013 wow guess the race of this uh alleged rapist um maude ingram m-a-u-d white all right let's check the chat room see what you guys believe this news race is uh did you ask him or do i need to do it i can oh i see you asked okay black says barger white says paula all right other people taking their time white says prita uh i hope i pronounced that right uh white white says shauna a lot of whites everybody's going white except for sparger uh white uh <laughs> all right uh the correct uh answer is and all of you except for sparger missed it he was black that's right he's a black man sparger matter of fact uh sparger you get the i don't know how you got that like you must have heard the story beforehand because that's everyone thought that was a white man uh and i mean his first name is maude that don't even sound black here is uh his picture and of course they had pictures of his wife i feel so bad for his wife looks so happy to be in these pictures with this creep you know what i mean like his wife looked like oh i love him look at us on vacation he just, oh something's up with his mustache in this one picture though mm. like that's a i did it mustache right there 
like a evil not the streak down the bottom the uh, center of the face streak down the center of the face right is that a maybe that's like a evil his evil twin did it because that sounds like an evil twin mustache there but yeah, yeah he's, he's sat in the barber's chair that nobody else sit in because it's not quite centered it's like a little cricket mm-hmm. but once again man has women uh in compromising positions because his uh job in, in dealing with the law and uh he abuses his power you know people always talk about black men and us getting shot by the cops and shit and black women get shot by the cops too but then we also had this other danger um that men don't really have to worry about not saying it doesn't happen but for the most part it's never on our minds but uh i can't imagine that being also a thing that happens when i get stopped is also considering the fact i may be assaulted or worse uh ex high school basketball star faces 25 years behind bars over an attempted murder of a past rival in brooklyn a former high school basketball star is facing up to 25 years in prison for the attempted murder of his past opponent dexter hopkins 24 was shot six times in broad daylight by Devonte grace in 2015 hopkins had been home from college when he crossed paths with 24 year old grace in sheep's head bay um both grace and hopkins were shooting guards for their well that's ironic for their basketball teams uh grace attended jefferson high school while hopkins played for sheep's head bay assistant district attorney charles guria closed his arguments in court on monday asking saying that hopkins thought it was odd grace was in the neighborhood uh the two men talked about a girl in a ba- in basketball before grace pulled out a 45 caliber pistol and shot him in the chest Goria went to say that went on to say that grace allegedly shot hopkins five more times he laid there played dead and counted to 10 hopkins manager uh i mean manager hopkins managed to call 911 and grace fled the scene but he was arrested two months after the shooting Gurrier said hopkins suffered injuries to his left kidney lost a liter of blood and required several surgeries and still has a bullet lodged into his knee damn but grace uh grace's attorney said hopkins didn't identify the shooter until a week later adding that there is a lot of lack of evidence in this case grace faces charges that include attempted murder assault and criminal possession of a weapon guess the race of Devonte grace black karen's going with black all right let's see what the chat room believes on this one black says trkb torn acl didn't ruin my trigger finger though black oh only thing white in that story was the sheep's head black black Devonte. um i don't know what that means first 48 uh black black it black 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 it black 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 <laughs> black ain't no white Devontae's Devontae sing it y'all got it right black <laughs> and uh that's him right there guys that's him uh getting them buckets uh that's dexter with the hat he got shot uh the six times that's Devonte, the shooter did they, uh, up top did they go into well, did they have a confrontation don't he said he talked about a girl in basketball i'm assuming it was not good oh okay Cause, yeah because i heard i was like you fuck laquisha yeah well you can't shoot threes pow pow pow, pow. i can shoot this gun okay five for six see i'm 100 percent with these bullets right all my free throws Ah! all right bonus round (laughs) double the point 
points and a race. Double the points and a race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and a bonus round against the race. So far, most of you guys are one and one. But uh, let's see if you guys can pick it up or Sparger's going to lose his lead going into the last round. Um, So some people stole a car and they stole the phone and then they made a video about it. Uh-oh. And the video, they made the video on the phone of the person who the car they stole and they didn't know that the phone uploaded the videos to the cloud automatically. <gasps> So they basically made evidence of the crime. Here's the video. Carpool karaoke is great, but not if you're driving a stolen car and using a stolen smartphone to record it all. It may not sound like a smart thing to do, but WREG's Wayne Carter spoke to a family who says it happened to them. Your car is stolen, cell phone on the front seat, and suddenly this pops up on your computer. Two teens on your phone, in your car, having the time of their lives. We have some people around here that don't understand you're supposed to work for what you want. When you Santa Claus ain't real. Roy Grady's wife, Joyce, borrowed the silver BMW from her boss after her car broke down and was in the shop. She was low on gas and asked her son to head to the Marathon gas station just at the end of their block to fill up. But he says when he hopped out of the car, two teens hopped in and took off. It has disrupted my whole life, my, my well-being. Please, just bring the car back. Just turn yourself. As the boys used the phone, their video popped up on the family's computer. Police started sharing the video and hoped someone recognized the joyriding duo. But Mr. Grady is taking it one step further. It's got me riding up and down the street doing the police job right now. You're trying to find them. Right. Witnesses say the teens hang out in the area and they've been spotted in the silver BMW on this very street, even back at the same gas station where it was taken. This family begging all of us to take a long look at them and do the right thing. You know what to do. Call the guys in blue. You know what to do. In Fox Meadows, Wayne Carter, WREG News Channel. Uh, so guess what, Karen? Uh, the thieves. Uh, as Mel Gibson would say, a pack of niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check the chat room, see what they believe. One white, one black. Going to jail will give them street cred black. They understood and could repeat the lyrics. They black, shaking my head. The owner is white, though. The boss let them have a car. Uh, the owners were both black, by the way. Bobby Schmurter's crew black, Bobby Schmurter's cousin black, Balf, the hip hop Dalmatians, both hip hop Dalmatians. Uh, if they were white, they would keep their Miss Teen USA crowns. Ah! Ray Sherman wannabes, the correct answer is black. Someone said one black, one white. You are dead wrong. They were both black. Uh, way to go outside the box, though. You would have been the only one that got that right. And, uh, 
this is them on the screen, guys, if you want to see what they look like. Who the fuck takes a video of the crime? Yeah, all this technology. Niggas. Most people, and some people even have their shit to automatically post to their social media and shit mm-hmm. like that. Like, if I take a picture, if I do this, automatically post to Twitter, automatically post to Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram. That's who takes the photo of the That's who takes the video of the crime, guys. That right there. And niggas. Niggas do. You, you, you're driving a civil BMW. Ain't nobody going, how the fuck did you afford this and where'd you, you get this goddamn car from? Uh, let's do one more. I'm having a good time tonight, guys. Uh, you guys don't mind if we do one more, do you? Mm-mm. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, St. Pete woman, old Florida pour boiling soup on her boyfriend's face oh okay was mm-hmm. it homemade soup uh i don't know it was probably chunky after it went on his face though a st petersburg police police are asking for help finding a woman who was accused of pouring boiling soup on her boyfriend's face as he was lying in the bed he is hospitalized in uh critical condition misty childs 41 is wanted on attempted first degree murder Mm-hmm. Uh investigators say uh Childs and her boyfriend, Levant Moss, fifty-six, uh man, he was fifteen years older than her, got into an argument just after midnight on Sunday after the argument, Moss went to bed. Well, you never go to bed angry. Uh Childs have been preparing a boiling pot of soup. Detectives say she poured the soup onto his face and upper torso as he was lying in the bed and then left the area. Mm-mm-mm. when a woman's fed up yeah i'll be fucking with these women i know that's what mm. yeah because i didn't go to sleep that makes no sense <laughs> like i don't know why dudes do that i guess he shouldn't have given her time to stew on it yes <laughs> she just didn't have enough time to make grits oh you know what that means yes. Al green oh uh, yes yes i get it uh it just wasn't a pun it was just just a regular joke um (laughs) but uh yes um she was uh he was transported to a local hospital where he remains in critical condition uh uh st petersburg police are asking for public help in finding her she's five foot four inches tall and weighs about 185 pounds uh update they have found her she will be charged with attempted first degree murder with soup with soup soup is deadly dog what oh man death by soup that has got to be a horrible way to end up on snapped uh at any rate uh karen uh guess the race oh she is fried chicken high cholesterol eating black Mm. all right let's check the chat room see what they say mandy had enough of tyrone shit white Ah, our white our green fan black medea movie black should have used a sword black <laughs> uh black as the bottom of that pot <laughs> uh, well the correct answer is black
some of you guys did miss it Yeah, that's why I say you never go to bed angry. Yeah, you don't want things to boil over. And I bet you she used the the uh, the soup. You could uh, at the can, you could heat up real quick. Yeah, uh, no, they said she boiled a uh, pot. Oh, what microwave? Mm, she that that's when you know it's you know it's re- you know yeah. you know it's real. She you know she like you said she stewed over that because she cut the potatoes, the onions, she chopped it up, she made her mm-hmm. roux. She let that shit simmer. She let that shit simmer and was like, you know what? I'll fuck you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, let me um, get to the uh, so you guys can see her what was, she looks like. Was the potato shoot? Did she load it up too? Uh, no, I don't know what she kind of soup it up it was. in his face. I don't know what kind of soup it was. That's her right there. Uh, she looked like damn. I should have had ate some of that soup first. I bet you it was delicious. They ain't got no good soup over here. Mm-mm um but there you go guys um motherfucking guys i know he did not see that coming oh dude dudes are that masculinity so fragile man you were like ah fuck you bitch i'm gonna go to sleep what right. nigga what you probably called her crazy just like fatal attraction they're gonna be on fatal attraction if he die I, I can't wait i can't i don't understand how dudes could show their asses and just leave women there with utensils and knives and shit yeah, I forget what his name was. Like Lamont then decided to go to bed. Bitch, you crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cut to him playing video right, games and falling asleep. Right, and he woke up in the middle of the night with stabs to his chest. Why aren't all of you watching Fatal Attraction? Everybody listening to the show should be watching Fatal Attraction. It's on TV that one. That show is so good. It's the best fucking show on TV, man. Oh my god. But yeah, I guarantee that's what it was. Uh all right, let's do one of these. We need a a bit of a um uh palate cleanser um uh so we need to get some of this uh white people news um because uh you know i understand that white people you know news is we talked about some pretty fucked up shit today to be honest and i feel like white people news is the way that we are able to um function yeah we're able to, to kind of get ourselves out of this so let me play my white people news song actually buying a second place in new york 
I don't know if they're getting tired of Boston or what. Oh. Yeah. Got a $20 million under construction Tribeca apartment. The second apartment in New York City. Mm hmm. Hmm. So, yeah. Maybe he'll be spending time there while he's not playing. Well, they currently live in a $14 million apartment in the ultra luxury One Madison building where Rupert Murdoch is a neighbor. Uh, and the New York Post reports they have recently snapped up a $20 million apartment downtown in Tribeca, which won't be finished until 2018. So, uh, you know, sources say they currently plan to move out of the current digs into the new building when it's finished. So they're just securing Okay, their, so it's not done yet. Okay. Yeah, securing that 2018 moving situation. Uh, and that is what's important to white people today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a miracle. Unbreakable. Kimmy Smith star Ellie Kemper welcomes her first child with her husband, Michael Coleman. Oh, ain't that your show? Yeah. They're alive, damn it. I love Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I don't care what y'all say. Oh, it's problematic. Well, go write a blog about it. I'm still laughing. I don't know what to say. Right. Uh, Ellie Kemper has welcomed her first child into the world uh, with husband Michael Coleman. The happy news for the 36-year-old uh, star, she's 36, of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was confirmed on Monday, uh, report, uh, reported People Magazine. So uh, they have been married for four years, and uh, they tied the knot back in July 2012 so good for him man uh they haven't released the sex of the child the weight the birth date none of that stuff or the name but i'm sure she'll be explaining it uh letting us know what the deal is at some point so good for y'all good for you guys uh oprah introduced her younger uh the youngster who will play her character as a child in a biopic the immortal life of henrietta Lacks. that's right white people love oprah that they do oh you guys thought that should be black news huh (laughs) silly black people uh (laughs) they live up forever right uh but yeah she's uh got a movie that is gonna be about her life and um it's gonna star this girl now i mean oprah's life was pretty tumultuous so i don't know how uh you know how they're gonna take it but that's the young oprah and uh oprah together in that picture right there so Mm -hmm. uh we'll we'll be able to see um uh but uh it's it's not a biopic i don't think um it's just uh she'll be playing the younger version of oprah i believe Mm -hmm. so uh yeah she'll play her character as a child in the hbo biopic the immortal life of henrietta Lacks. uh of course uh henrietta Lacks. uh is an african-american woman uh who became an unwitting pioneer for medical breakthroughs when her cervical cancer cells were used to create the first immortal human cell line known as hella in the early 1950s so good for you oprah mm-hmm. and good for uh the new uh key simone a new actress who will be starring um let's see what else do white people care about uh iggy azalea owes six hundred sixty one thousand dollars in unpaid taxes after being hit with two mammoth bills in just three months mm. man when the when the, when the shit flies it just flies on in don't it yep like first uh swaggy p does your own then the irs comes in and dumps a bunch of bills on your desk mm-hmm. uh she's your been tax sla- man must have not did his job sweetie mm-hmm uh yep uh her net worth is 10 million dollars uh but she was slapped with three hundred ninety-one thousand dollar lien for unpaid taxes for 2014 um and she also got 
the 2015 bill was $269,980 worth of unpaid taxes. Uh, when the news of debt problems first emerged, she claimed that the reports were exaggerated. In a tweet for a fan, she wrote, they exaggerate everything the IRS gave the option to pay the monthly or lump sum. I picked monthly. Who wouldn't? Uh, well, that's second time, though. I mean, that's a trend now. You know what I mean? Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But, you know, white people invented her. So it's kind of y'all's fault. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because niggas was like, she black sitting. All right. Uh, Lindsay Lohan has accused her fiance of cheating and announced that she's pregnant. Oh, shit. All at once? All at the same damn time. How, that's how Lindsay do. Shout out to Larry, and that was his boo. Ha <laughs> ha! She took to Twitter this weekend to call out her fiance, Igor Tarabasov. Uh, for cheating on her she also appeared to announce she is pregnant yeah she was like you ain't shit and i'm pregnant Mm-hmm. on saturday she posted a photo of her with the russian business heir with his face covered by black and white scribbles he wore black and i wore white i guess hashtag art uh is whatever you make of it uh later that night she posted a series of photos on instagram since deleted showing her fiance out as what appears to be a club at a club or a bar in one catcher she wrote i guess i was it, i was the same at 23 shitty time it changes 26 27 at e25052 so this dude is younger than her i don't i, I don't know these white people i don't keep up with their ages yeah. might as well keep up with the how long you leave a banana out you know thanks for not coming home tonight fame changes people and another she accused him of cheating with a woman she called a russian a russian hooker the woman she was referring to was dasha pashavinka uh who at one point was seemingly friendly with lohan lastly lohan shared a tweet with a link to her tv movie labor pains and wrote i am pregnant uh the huffington post has reached out to a rep to confirm the pregnancy for details about current she hadn't reached back so okay uh Ter- tara Bashov, uh after he got publicly blasted uh reportedly returned to the couple's home and the two got in a huge fight according to gossip con uh gossip cop then he reportedly left the house and hasn't been in touch with anyone so he's off the radar not responding to anybody they were only dating for a few months so there you guys go you're up to date on some white news mm-hmm. uh <laughs> uh let's get into the final thing uh this has been a long show but uh it was fun i enjoyed this tonight uh let's get into sore ratchetness the fight they had when he came back um after going out with that girl uh ohio man allegedly welded a sword to protect his beloved pizza rolls oh shit now yep uh an ohio man allegedly unsheathed three uh, three feet of shrapnel steel uh sharpened steel with a former roommate attempted to take a box of pizza roll out of his apartment uh <laughs> okay leave my fucking pizza rolls alone vartarella allegedly said uh travis vartarella uh is the name of the guy 
according to the police report he became agitated when he thought his former roommate was attempting to usurp his pizza rolls his roommate claiming ownership of the treasured yet affordable nuggets of sauce and cheese Ah, after the ah. ex roommate alerted 911 the store swordsman the store swordsman hit his frozen entree defending the armament with three with his three other swords including a six foot samurai sword and a machete no wonder you was trying not to be roommates with him but you should have left his fucking pieces alone because you know motherfucker got a sword you you gonna die for three dollars and fifty cent worth of cheese and microwavable <laughs> food a processed food he was arrested and charged with aggravated menace in a first degree misdemeanor could fit, lead up to six months in jail which is a uh, not not very much a steep penalty to pay Mm-mm. uh all right guys we'll be back tomorrow thank you so much for listening we really enjoyed it uh and yeah look out for more information as we decide how to give away some of this loot crate stuff because mm-hmm. uh we can't wear all this okay mm-hmm. we too we fresh and we fly uh we'll talk to y'all soon go to lootcrate.com slash tvgwt code tvgwt get three dollars off uh till then i love you i love you too Bye. Bye.